What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Welcome to the 137th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink. But you might also notice right there in the middle of your screen, for the third time, I believe, our good Tom... Good Tom? What in the world? Our good Tom McMull. <laughs> What's yeah, up, that's Tom? My, that's, uh, that's my new name, McTom. <laughs> McTom 2. McTom 2. I'm going to make awesome. a shirt for that now. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of shirts. Oh, yeah. Speaking of shirts, indeed. going on right here? Speaking yeah. of shirts. This is the, uh, the, uh, the McMull podcast. Yeah, we're all matching this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call the exterminator. Moles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> for a good Tom call. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice. All so, right. Well, as far as intros go, how you been doing, McMull? It's been a while. It, it has been a very long time. I should come around more often. I think maybe. I, I think so. I, I'm maybe, cool maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think the, I think the last time I came on was right when we had the Treya kit revealed, and we were talking about that. I. You know what? That sounds very familiar, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you had your other friend on too. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, the elephant in the room? Sure. <laughs> was oh, he yeah. here in in my house? No, 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 no. I think he was hanging out with his girlfriend. I can't remember. Oh, man. Well, we'll figure that out. Yeah, what? I'll have to go back and watch. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Well, for sure. One, one day, I'm for sure that we'll have you back on. Even if, it, if you come on before this. But it, when the clones are reworked... We will uh-huh. definitely be having you back because I know me oh, and you, oh, and especially <laughs> Wink, will want to talk about that. So yes, yes, we will. Oh, for sure, indeed. <laughs> the the happiness in that voice was so <laughs> apparent. Yes, I cannot wait for that day. Yay! They're so terrible. All right, you so mean well, terribly awesome. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Whatever. That's, that's what I took out of what he said. So no terrible, uh, just terrible. Period. Awful. <laughs> well, uh. we've got some, we've got some droids to talk about tonight. Like a lot of droids to talk about tonight. But before we get into all that, I want to mention something that I talked about last week on the podcast, and that is our guild deployments. Uh, the way we do guild deployments 
for territory battles. And McMole should know this pretty well because you're pretty good friends with FN, right? FN2187, right? Yes. Yes. FN2187. Yeah, so he's the one that taught me how to do it. Uh, he's the one that helped me set up everything. So this is all coming from that area. But I was talking with FN2187 today, and we are going to work on a basically a blank tab, a blank um, spreadsheet. And that can be used by any guild, anyone out there, depending on what your uh, GP is. Doesn't matter. Figure out how to make it work so that everyone can get their stuff in to it and make it work. So... We're going to work on a spreadsheet this week for that. And once we get that spreadsheet done, I'm going to do a live stream on our Twitch account to basically show everything about the spreadsheet and how it's used and how you can make it work for your guild to do deployments. So um, that should be sometime next week. If not next week, I will have information on the next podcast about when we're going to have that ready to go and then uh, I know a lot of people have been asking about this that this week, so yes. um, I'm gonna start a I'm gonna start a Discord channel on our Discord uh, where you guys can ask questions about that, and FN's gonna check in there for your questions and answer anything you have for him before we get that spreadsheet done. But uh, until then, um, hold out hope because we are going to have something for everyone. So that's coming up. Very exciting. Uh, I'm sure people will absolutely love that uh, because, you know, if it's uh, any indication by how territory battles have gone since we implemented that, it is just so much less of a headache. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Agreed. All right. So uh, I got something to play. Um, th- oh, this yeah. is the perfect week to play it thanks to the Grievous rework and shout out to uh, Salacious Dumb for putting this together. This was pretty, pretty awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and play that real quick. <laughs> Come and play. What is your name? Good night, punk. Uh, uh, Tell me. We. What sort of nobody believes they can face me today? The Shattered Order Podcast. <laughs> Did you think I would see through your bluffing? Another amateur for me to educate. <laughs> no strategy can save you. <laughs> so, you've come to perish. Uh, uh... I fear nothing. See your weakness you will not find. I have tough missions. I have slain kings. Armies have built before me. No, but together, I will slay you all. Later. Hey, don't leave. Oh. Later. Please, try to run. <laughs> we face cowards and weaklings. You only prolong your agony. Crush <laughs> the Shattered Order podcast. Make them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was the first time oh, I heard it. Super <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like, like the, I feel like that's lines taken from like Battlefront or something. It has to be right because it doesn't <laughs> seem like that's from the movies. No, no, that definitely feels like lines taken from the Battlefront games or something. Yeah, that was uh, really that was well perfect. done and awesome. We've got another one that he made that uh, we'll play. Uh, maybe we'll play it next week at the beginning of the show. Very, very awesome. <laughs> um, so. Big, huge shout-out, and thank you for putting that together. Super awesome. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it fit perfectly for this week, for sure. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I didn't have time to actually get it set up for the beginning of the show. Uh, uh, ru- running late, so that's isn't that <laughs> Surprise. surprising? Yeah, it's running late, yay. Um, all right, so why don't we go ahead and jump into our first topic. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Alright, this week in Swaga, lots of exciting stuff here, um, actually not really, I did however take General Grievous to gear 12, I took B2 to gear 11, um, so I've got those two kind of going, they're basically the only two that I have that are worth a crap, uh, and then I've just kind of been farming because I suspect that this may be a resource drain and there might be something else coming in the future. Uh, Basilashan, 59 out of 100. Karth, 15 out of 30. And Juhani, 22 out of 30 so far. And I am doing a lot of refreshes on those nodes. Um, basically doing as many, uh, as many attempts on them as I can with 100 crystal refreshes. Um, except for uh, Karth. Um, I am going up, basically going up to the 50 crystal node refresh on him, and that's it. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much my week in Swaga. Uh, McMull 2, did you do anything exciting? Uh, I took Grievous up to gear 12, and I just finished his gear 12 plus this morning. And, uh... Yeah, I will on Joy to come B1, but now I'm thinking twice about that. But I'm sure we'll <laughs> talk about that more later. Sweet. We will. Yeah, but uh no, I mean really it was mostly just focusing on the on the separatist droids. Gotcha. That, that's surely an amazing how about, investment. How about... What's that? So do you no oh god let's let's not go down that <laughs> rabbit hole yet um are you are you ready with do you do you have the old republic guys ready yeah i think you do right yeah yeah, yeah i have because yeah, i mean i've seen you talking about karth the karth team so i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you have them ready to go yep. so you already know the information of what i want to know because i really want that karth dot team because i think it's going to be all awesome once i get it going yeah it's pretty good but is it awesome it's pretty good right. but i think i think the gamorian god's probably gonna be better <laughs> i agree well he does dots on his basics so he might go in the karth team you know you know funnily back when uh back when karth first came out that was one of the characters we thought about we we're like what stupid pointless characters could we possibly throw in there we had gamorian guard uh, Tuscan Shaman, both of those were like at the top of our list of like stupid characters that possibly we could throw on a Karth team and see what happens. Nice. Oh, wait. GMP disappeared. Where'd he go? Oh, I'm back. I was, I was. Wow. It's usually he me was, that the Wampa got out. He was kidnapped. The Wampa got out. Okay. <laughs> I had to put the Wampa back in his cage. Ah, ah. Wampa was the one that I really wanted to try with that team because of the. Oh, yeah. All the dots. Yeah, I mean, Wampa, oh, yeah. Wampa was a go to character to use in the Karth team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, as far as I get, went, there was really nothing. So I did finally get to that fourth uh, level of the Jedi Knight quest. Ah, um, uh, yes. 
which apparently has four territory wins. So I know that that's why. <laughs> now I know why you were looking for territory wins a, a month or so ago. Uh huh. But uh, so I got those territory war wins and the five top ten heroic AT finishes to do. But that's where the mistakes almost started. I needed uh, 10 gear 11 Jedis, and I only had nine. So I'm like, okay, well, who would be easy? And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to take Eth Koth to gear 11 because he was gear 10 and needed three pieces. Those three pieces happened to be uh, all the raid pieces from uh, the Rancor. <laughs> nice. I Before I decided to change, I changed to Ezra because Ezra needed a stun gun. But I didn't want to do him only because it was a stun gun, and I'm tired of farming stun guns. But they're terrible. Uh, but it's Ezra. I stopped myself. Yes, yes. See, that's exactly what everyone else said. So I went with Ezra because it's Ezra, and because he has the ship that I'm using. But I just haven't geared him, so I'm taking him to gear eleven. But the yeah, the I almost gear eleven Ethkoth. I, I can't believe ask me why, you didn't have but Ezra that, already geared. He's so good. I don't use him for anything. So well, I didn't have old Ben geared. I didn't have Anakin geared. I didn't have half those Jedi. I didn't have any Jedi geared true. before Revan. So that's true. That's that's the way it worked out. So funny story about Eth Koth. Um, on one of my Grievance videos <laughs> the other day, I had someone actually ask me if Eth Koth was going to be a good counter to General Grievous and the droids. I, I I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> Good well, news, you don't. It need, don't matter. You don't need toys and tricks like that to beat the group of It's okay. And besides, you'd probably want I'm a gun D over Eth Goth. Let's be honest. At least he has a little better kit. But the, the, it's funny. I have this weird affinity for Eth Goth just because. He was so easy to get back in the day, and he was one of the five Jedi that got me Grandmaster Yoda. So, well, do you remember? Always... Do you remember how people farmed him up because of uh, his anti-droid synergies, and they thought he was going to be oh, great for her droid... AAT? Yeah, and the droid, oh, yeah. Or, yeah, and the tank raid, yeah. <laughs> like, just throw I... out that second special; it's going to do massive damage. I may or massive. may not have uh, have been one of those people. Is yours gear eleven or twelve? I think mine's. I think I got it up to gear 10, and then I realized what on earth I was doing, and I stopped. You're like, oh, look at all these Rancor raid pieces. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I quickly saw the error in my ways. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, the um, last thing I want to update was my farms. I Because people like to know how things are progressing. But Bast Badstilla, I got her at 9 out of 100 now. So I'm in the, the home stretch there, and I'm thinking that I'm probably going to stop when I get her to 50, I might even stop doing the, the, the refreshes on her and move them all to Juhani. Because I think I can get that, yep. that last 41 shards off of just a uh, regular farming the next couple of weeks. But yep. Juhani, I've got 12 out of 65. Thank goodness. I bought those 10 formerly $10 packs. Cause I got her 12 out of 65 and I've got Karth at 10 out of 65. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that explains. Yeah. I was wondering how you got so many. Uh, I forgot that you usually buy the uh, the former yeah, ten dollar packs. Remember those ten dollar packs? I said I'm not buying ever again. Yeah, and then I went. And yeah, bought. how'd that work out for <laughs> yeah, you? So, 
It never oh. lasts, does it? <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. Anger, anger, still bought. Oh, no. but, um, so yeah. funny that you mentioned that about Basla. That's exactly what I did. I just moved all my farming over to Juani and completely quit doing node refreshes on Bastila because, you know, it's like you can finish her later and not worry about it quite as much. Yeah, because you're really going to have, I assume, I'm not saying this 100%, but I assume you're going to have options to, if you're close to that 100 mark, at least 50 with what happened last time to be able to get those last ones. So if you can use that extra energy to pull those other characters in, probably a better idea, I think. Yeah, yeah that makes so. sense. I don't see why I wouldn't bring back the uh, the 50 shard packs for those characters. The real gamble is going to be like how they mix them together because with the uh, Zalbar and Mission, I needed the Mission ones. I didn't need the Zalbar ones. <laughs> so that, you know, I'm thinking maybe Karth and Candorous would be together. Um, who are the other two? Well, I guess there's only four, so it might be two. Yeah, I don't. Two double I don't, packs. I think, I think Hot Topic Basla is going to be in her own pack. Um, I mean, Mission Mission and Zalbar made sense because they had synergies together, and uh, Basla and Jolie made sense because they were Jedi and same faction, everything. So it made sense to have those two characters together in their packs. Yeah, yeah, that would leave Juhani alone in her own pack then. Mm-hmm. At that point, unless they mixed her with HK forty seven, because I think we can all here agree that. Yeah. HK47 is probably going to be number five. Yeah. And probably going to get a Zeta. I, 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 I'm guessing. What, what, makes you, what makes you think that he could possibly <laughs> get a Zeta? Just a thought. It's Dan Stradamus in full effect. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, hopefully yeah. people saw that. and Because uh, it spread like wildfire. If you've been on Reddit, I'm sure you saw that. The... Uh, it is actually part of the poll, so we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, it'll pop up on the on the screen when we talk about the poll. If not, nice. then, you know, just search Reddit. You'll find it really easy. Now, <laughs> why don't we cover some quick, a quick, few quick things from the update, Wink? What do you say? Uh, real quick, before we jump to the update... Um, Wanted to mention, I totally forgot this, Put I was going to talk about this at the beginning of the show, and I forgot, but uh, our good friend Mubaka has got another one of his just really amazing uh, Husky reports, and of course you can find that at <laughs> ShatteredOrder.com. Those are always just simply brilliant, and so make sure you go read it, because um, you will no doubt be entertained. <laughs> tell about the tell about the new one that just came out, right? The uh, yeah. fire festival, yeah, I think, came yes. out today. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was very good. That was very clever of him. Always on the meta, yes. right there. Oh, mm-hmm. always is now Baca. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um. All right, so let's go ahead and jump to the update. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Alrighty, the update. Alright, so I didn't put much into the... I didn't actually put the update into the notes because I almost forgot that it happened because there wasn't a lot in it. It did bring with it the 
uh, GG rework and the IG100 rework, as well as um, the Droid Deca marquee event. But the one thing I wanted to mention, because we were here talking about uh, Old Republic farms, is that Karth and Juhani, right at the last tail end of their time frame for marquees going free-to-play, it seems like, did finally drop on the table. And Johanny, not surprising, I actually did think that she was going to be a hard node. Dropped on light side battle 6A hard, which is nice mm-hmm. because it, I could drop the... I could drop my Django Fett uh, farm a little bit for a while while I work on her and still get the light side hard nodes or the light side nodes off of that every day for sure. But the one that kind of surprised me, and I want to know what you guys thought, Cartho Nassi dropped on Fleet Battles 2E. I thought he was going to be a Cantina myself. What did you guys think? I did Thanks. not think he was going to be Cantina. I kind of figured he'd be Fleet because we haven't seen anything there, and there's already one of these characters in the Cantina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is no way they're going to make this farm easy, let's be honest. Yeah, but there were two... But just to go back to yeah. what Wink said, there were two Cantina farms for the last mm-hmm. Revan. So it's not that's, unheard well, of. And true. also, as far as fleet, as far as things going to fleet goes, there is something that went there recently in uh, Jedi Knight Anakin's A2 Starfighter. What is it? I can't ETA remember. ETA-2. Yeah. There you go. So there was something that well, went there. So, But it was still kind of... I had to stop my uh, Starfighter farm now. To go straight after Karth. Yeah, I mean, I'll be so, honest. I don't know where all four of these uh, newer KOTOR characters are in terms of farming because I haven't had to worry. No, ba- Dark Basla's <laughs> 8A hard- Dark Side? I can't remember. Yes, yes. she's on Dark I Side for so. sure. Um, yeah, that's the, so, that's the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, well, um, like you mentioned that, you know, Revan required two Cantina farms. Don't forget, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these characters probably are not going to be used to get Revan. They're probably going to be used to unlock those three Zeta abilities that Gamorrean Guard's probably going to have. So, uh, so his, they his would name actually is actually, change it up his, a little bit. Yeah, his name's actually going to change to Gamorrean God. It's yes. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I love it. <laughs> yeah. One of yeah. them one of those Zetas better unlock Deathmark. I'm just saying. Yeah, we we all thought we all thought General Grievous was the GG that CG was talking about that was gonna get a rework and be the meta. It's actually gonna ah, be yes. God. That that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. You know what's really funny to me about that is that if they did do that, <laughs> there are so many people. There are so many people that do not have Gamorrean Guard that I know, and I'm like, I... like not even a shard. And I'm honestly, like, honestly, what? I would, I, I would love this game forever if Gamorrean Guard got three Zetas and was got three the new Zetas. Meta. That would be oh, hilarious. Man, I'm telling you. Give him death mark. Stop using the second special first. Make the first special <laughs> taunt first every time. Get those three Zetas out there. Gamorrean guard everywhere. Oh. That's how you bring old crappy characters into the meta. There you go. Yeah. Cup three three Zetas. Mob enforcer three Zetas. Good yeah. to go. Mob enforcer cup Gamorrean guard and let's do Lobot and one other character. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no Guardian. synergy between them, but their kits are just so overpowered and it just beats everything. That's that's a good point. The five, Sounds amazing. The five biggest plug-and-play characters ever. 
<laughs> yeah, no kidding. I love it. Um, all right, so what else was in the update? Uh, so there was a lot of packs. That's that happens when there's reworks and uh, yawn. Yorkies, but yeah, no. Once, once we get down here a little bit further, there's one of the bug fixes I wanted to talk about. Unit fixed a bug where Jedi Knight Revan's direct focus would not properly ignore enemies with taunt, marked, or damage immunity. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because it seems like a lot of people think that this change has affected the way he direct focuses people. Now, a lot of people are complaining that Treya isn't the one being marked every time now. Mm-hmm. That's what I... And, and he's just sporadically peppering direct focus all around everywhere now. To me, that sounds good, but apparently it's ha- causing a lot of people problems. Yeah, so know. this was actually... I haven't noticed. It's a, it's a stealth change. They changed his mechanics on direct focus and who he prioritizes. They took out the priority for Treya and Nihilus, so now he'll just direct focus any random target, no matter who's in there. So, I mean, that's that's yeah, a nerf saw... to Revan. No, it's not. It's not necessarily a nerf to Revan. It's gonna be. It's kind of hard for your Treya teams to adjust because your Treya teams were like stacking up defense and protection stuff to counter the fact that Revan would do the mass assist straight on her, and so they had her all beefed up, and now Revan's just gonna mark someone else and just wipe out that character. And their whole their whole strategy of using Treya to like absorb all that hits is no longer viable. So they have to adjust now. Yeah, because you could go you when you know what the order of operations is. Basically, you can mm-hmm. plan for that. But when it becomes random across five people, then it's that is it's true. Much harder. Yeah, so, so it's it's point. technically a buff for Revan, which you know is exactly what everybody wants right now. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know because there are no Treyas in like my top fifty. There might be one, but it's it's basically all Revan and like one Finn. It's it's ridiculous. That Finn's not gonna last much longer. <laughs> he's a ride that That's train true. until he's, it hits the end of now. the track. All right, enjoy it while oh, it lasts. Man. You know what's funny? That rework. Um, I I was messing with my arena team. Somebody was talking in our Discord channel about like the most difficult teams to deal with, and somebody there were several people thought mine was one of the more frustrating ones to battle with, and it got me looking at my mods closer, and I realized they still have secondary speed on them, but three characters on my arena team do not have speed arrows. Uh, my mm-hmm. general Kenobi has a crit avoidance arrow. Uh, Joe Lee with a health arrow and Grandmaster Yoda with an offense arrow. Uh, so that combined with what we're going to talk about with the droid reworks and everything, it I really like that it seems like CG is trying to push into a direction that kind of de-emphasizes uh, speed being the holy grail. Uh, I've kind of argued for a while that there are a lot of other great arrows that should be used instead of speed on mm-hmm. many characters, but it seems like they're starting to build kits that actually favor in that direction as well, which I am a huge fan of. Do y'all agree or am I crazy? No, you're definitely right. Well, we're going to talk about Droideka's kit here in a little bit, and you'll see kind of 
an idea that goes along with that. So whether that whether the whether that's working the way it's supposed to, that's another question. But they did put something in there trying to kind of work work that. But um yeah. why don't we move on to our community centered part of the show? Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. <laughs> All righty, poll time. Where do you guys even come up with these things? <laughs> well, okay, so that one, the sultry female just totally came up with that one. I was like, you know, we <laughs> want to do something. We do a poll every week, come up with something, and she just basically pulled that from God only knows where. Like, it Did was you a, say poll? Oh, I got an idea. No. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Alrighty, much. Well, this yeah. week the <laughs> this week the poll was labeled. Let's see here. We reworked the hosts into droids. So if you don't know, we're now droids. It's a surprise. Wow. Wait, does that mean I'm a droid too? That means that uh, maybe after the show, someone's going to pop through that door behind you and uh, put in all your chips. So, See, if someone comes through that door, I'll be impressed because that's like utility closet. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That would you be creepy. Know. I hope it happens because be it'll like, be on video. Be like, it'll be beautiful. I'd be like, where would you even come, where would you even come from? I'm from the future. Your kids, you your kids are in trouble, Marty. <laughs> oh God! Uh, All right, first question. The first question we asked was: Apparently, it, we were excited for the Grievous rework. Now that we have seen the kit, how good is it? This is a question based solely on the kit reveal and what you thought of it when you saw it. So, surprisingly, this does not have the same bell curve. That we I said always happens last week. They totally bucked that trend, yes, and did something totally different. So, um, no, that's the wrong button. Some of you guys probably just saw about half a second of intro. Enjoy, nice. Uh, So we had 162 responses this week, and of course, this is on a one to five scale. I nobody. Of 162 people, not a single person put that it was a five. Yeah, not one. I, I I'm shocked. Like I kind of figured somebody would, but zero. We it's just crazy. Always get always get the trolls on the low side that are always like, I'm gonna put the lowest number just because I'll be the only yep. one. That's fine. No one put even a one on a five for Grievous's reworked kit. It's crazy. So, and then so fourteen uh, percent of people put a four, um, and then in a total and complete landslide, eighty-eight people, fifty-four percent put a three as basically average middle of the road. I, I mean. This is not what people were expecting from the Grievous rework. Uh, j- just from this, I'm assuming people are pretty disappointed. I assume we're going to talk more about this later, but 
based on the poll, I would say the community in general is pretty disappointed uh, based on this so far. So, I mean, you know, oh, what, 86% of pollers said it was average or below. Um, that's just, it's crazy. Which is kind of, kind of weird, too, because when I did read the kit, I didn't, I probably would have put it as the three to four range, but everyone's rolling with the two to three range. So I guess it doesn't, Yeah, it's it's a little mm. worse off than what I was thinking, but I, I can see it because the, reading the kit and not playing it yet, uh, the whole idea of damaging your opponents at the beginning, it's the beginning of their turns, correct? Or is it the beginning of Grievous' turn? Beginning of Grievous' yeah, turn. Yeah, so the beginning of Grievous' turn every time is hitting his opponents. When you're stacking health on him, you're hitting... 8% health on every one of them. That just seemed rough from the get-go, even not knowing what everyone else did to me. That's kind of what dropped it to me because it's it's just a weird interaction. Now, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just something that I saw and had a lot of questions about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving right. on to question two. What you got there, Wink? No, no, I was just going to move on. Carry on. All right, question two. There is some concern that what was shown to us in General Grievous rework video may have been showing a false bill of goods. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, on Monday, uh, Arnold T101 put out a video, basically a video interview with the devs, exclusive thing with uh, the General Grievous kit and as well as a bunch of gameplay. And in that gameplay, they were they were rolling. Like, they were just destroying everything in their path. So, it, it was really high hopes on Monday when we saw this video of uh, the kit. No doubt. Um, but le- developers later explained that they were showing Grievous in the best possible light. So, God mods, full 12 plus gear, etc. The question is, do you feel that this is deceptive or should they be showing and should they be showing characters or should they be showing characters in the best possible situation? So basically the question is, do you want to see them where you can play them at or do you want to see them where if they were your sole focus and everything you were putting into them to get them to the very top as a team, what that would get you? Where 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 do you fall on that uh, that spectrum, I guess? What do you think, uh, McMull? Where would you sit? Uh, I mean, I I agree with like the the sort of majority that can't believe everything you see. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's that yeah, they need to be more transparent about that kind of stuff. Uh, I think in their update they said Grievous had sixty five thousand health. I can't I can't put that. I can't get Grievous to that on my mods and. I mean, I have, I have, I'm up on the higher end of GP for people in the game. I can't get 65,000 health on Grievous. I can't achieve those kind of numbers. So, I mean, that's kind of like a, it's kind of like a pipe dream for most of your players out there that, <laughs> hey, this is what Grievous could do if you could ever get the mods for it. And 90% of your players are never going to be able to get to that level. Well, right. here's the thing, though. I mean, you are competing against a Revan team. And most people, or a lot of the top-tier yeah. Revan teams at this point, are going to have full gear 12+. plus, um, Or maybe not full gear 12, but are going to have a lot of gear 12+. Plus. And so, I don't think necessarily comparing apples to apples in that way is that deceptive. Now, I do... I mean, 
as far as mods, the thing about the way you mod General Grievous is far different than the way you generally mod anyone else. And I think that is obviously going to factor in because people still do have in their heads that speed's really all that matters. They don't look at other stats for the most part. You And General Grievous's kit really does favor towards people that have, you know, spread out their mods a little bit more and stuff. If I was able to get the Gear 12 Plus pieces for General Grievous, I could get him to around 65k or so, around like what they were talking about. But, uh, you know, I kind of... I've invested pretty heavily in health mods here lately, and so that's obviously advantageous for this, but um, I like that they are kind of spreading the wealth as far as mods go, but, I mean, I kind of fall in the don't believe everything you see on the internet category. It's kind of, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have an issue with the way they did it. They obviously want to show him in the best possible light, I do think more transparency would have been useful. Maybe, you know, something that showed the mods and gave us some sort of comparison. But at the same time, if they do that, I don't think people are entirely going to understand because, like, Joel Grievous, he really doesn't need speed. So people are going to be like, oh, he doesn't have great mods on him, when really, yeah, he does kind of have god mods. It's just not the stats that you are generally looking for. So people people probably wouldn't convey that information the way they should. So what the hell's the point? It's a double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. So. Well, let's see what everyone else agreed with. So the 42% of people said, eh, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Well, that is a good, that's a good place to be. You know, I know I've said things are going to be awesome that suck. I know I've said things are going to suck that didn't turn out to be awesome. You know, that stuff always happens. But, uh, you know, you got to, you can really got to figure it out for yourself, right? Now you can make educated decisions based on, you know, people you trust, but, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say that. You always got to let things work themselves out. Twenty nine percent said yep. yes. Most players will never be able to field the mods required uh, to get there. They know that at what average health mods are. Why not use them? Uh, and the third piece of the pie that was biggest was fourteen or fifteen percent said no. While the tape may be something I will never achieve, I want to know what is possible. So you kind of cover all three areas there. Some people want to see theirs. Some people want to see what can happen. And some people say, show me whatever you want. I'm going to believe what uh, what I believe when I see it. So yeah, pretty much the breakdown there. Now, as for question three, the question was, which character do you think is best out of what we got in the past few weeks? Now, you know you got an IG-100. We were... We, 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 we were a IG or a B2 battle, super battle droid rework. You got a GG rework. You got the B1 battle droid and you got Droideka. So out of those five characters, we asked you which you think is the best coming out of all of this. And uh, before we go on the answers, I want to ask you two what you guys thought. McMull, go ahead. Uh... Ooh, this one's tough. Um, honestly, I'd say out of all of them, probably B two. 
What's your wink? I okay, so I think it depends on what you're looking at exactly. Uh, I think B two has the he's more plug and play. He's always been a good character. Like, there's not really been a point in this game where he's been bad just because his kit is so much different than any other character. The mm-hmm. way he gains the turn meter and he has the AoE dispel. Um, like, he's always just... He's always been good. He's always been usable. He's a character you can take into teams and use him. So, um, I'm going I'm going to eliminate him because of how good I think he already was. And I'm going to go with Droideka because... He brings a kit that is much different, kind of like B2, much different than anything else we have in the game. He has a lot of synergy with other separate destroys, which I love. The attacking out of turn, damage immunity, a lot of really cool things. But more importantly than anything else, every time we've ever had a survey, every time there's ever been anything where somebody asked me what character I want in the game, my answer is Droideka, even over... Jedi Luke, because I feel like that's obvious. Droideka is the one, like, just kind of odd character, like, not high, like, top-tier character from Star Wars that I have wanted in this game. And I am just really having to restrain myself to not wail on getting Droideka because I think that character is just freaking awesome. And the kit is so good. If it if it helps, wink. Uh, the new Marquee Mega Pack. It's a whole lot cheaper than the old Marquee Pack. You'll save like a hundred bucks if you uh, if you take them up to seven stars. You know, it's funny. Is don't tell me this. We're talking, Just saying. <laughs> That's actually really good news, to be honest. Because as far as yes. we were talking about those packs when they came out and how on the surface they seemed worse off, but in the end they actually wound up better off. So. Um, as we, as we go and if this happens again, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, the early returns on what we've seen from data is a lot better off than it used to be. So we'll have to, I'll have to yeah, retract seen, my seen. statements on that after we see maybe a couple more of these, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen quite a few people get, uh, get joy to cut a seven stars with just one vault, which is crazy. Ooh. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. As far as those characters go, the go yeah, there you go, bud. <laughs> We're always trying to tempt Wink here. B two was the number one vote getter with thirty five percent. Now and then it would drops into two that were almost a tie, and that went between the B one battle droid was second with thirty percent, and with twenty six percent was Droid Decca. Now General Grievous was in there with ten percent. But one you don't even see a vote for, IG-100. Yeah, I'm kind of underwhelmed with him. It seems that you are not in the minority there. So not a single vote for IG-100. That's good because he requires like a thousand Carbonis. Oh, that guy was a pain in the ass to gear up. (laughs) I ain't gearing him. Ain't gonna happen. I, I cried the whole way that I took him up to gear 12. Oh, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> Jordica, Jordica, Jordica was pretty close behind Magna Guard in terms of gear. Really? Jordica's bad, too. It's like, what, five stun guns? Oh. Four cuffs, Aww. four syringes. 
three of the gold strength pieces. It's it's stupid. Damn, so pretty much all the money that you're going to save on the marquee mega bundles <laughs> for buying Jordica up to seven stars, you're going to spend all of that on the gear to get Jordica up to gear. That may, factor into, that may factor into why they went with the new packs is because they can make so much on the gear. And with gear 12 becoming increasingly more valuable, they're like putting those packs in there too. So, you know, that could have something to do with it. Uh, move on to the next question. Uh, so we got three reworks and two new droids in the past two weeks. A hell of a lot of new Zetas. Uh, which Zetas have you already purchased? And the basically the options were um, General Grievous, B2, or Droideka. Um, and uh what is th there's one i don't see a vote on i don't know why it's not showing up on here but then the also the option of none and none took the cake in a freaking landslide of 82 <laughs> percent and, and it's funny is when i put out the poll none wasn't an option and the question was required so people <laughs> that had none were like yes I was bombarded by ats and mentions saying, hey, why isn't there a none option? And I'm like, oh, that should definitely be a thing. So I put it in there, and guess what? Blew up. That is the number one answer. So seems that the the overwhelming majority of people have not put a lot into these guys, which kind of makes me wonder why the outcry is so loud. But, the, but yeah. we'll get... We'll keep, we'll keep moving um, along. But that's... The the highest one here was uh, General Grievous with 17 for his leadership. And then second behind that was B1 Battle Droids Unique, which I think if you don't have B1 Battle Droids Unique in this team, you're just asking for it to fail. You're screwed. So, yeah. I, I said this when we yeah, read I'll... the kit last week. That, unique, that Zeta is probably almost going to be... I mean, I said it was going to be required, and I'm pretty sure if you don't have that Zeta, you're not helping yourself out at all. So. Yeah, if you don't have that Zeta, you're you're one direct focus away from losing B1. That's true, mm -hmm. but because of General Grievous's kit, I'm not sure that it's that bad losing B1. I I mean, uh, I, I think that's probably like the fourth most important Zeta, maybe. Well, I I the thing is like. When when the matches go correctly for me, because I've been I've been trying this team out in arena for two days now, I think. And yeah, with uh if everything goes correctly, all of those stacks of of the droid battalion, because you're gonna constantly use the B1's AoE to heal up someone who's low on protection. Like if someone gets marked, you're just gonna spam that AoE from the B1, because you're just gonna keep healing up that character who's marked. And that's how you survive, like, just the mass assists and the marked and everything on that one character. Yeah. So having those 50 extra stacks right out of the gate already on him is going to do great because that's so much more healing that's going to be going to that that's droid. That's true, but a lot of other really good Zetas, too. But we'll, we'll talk about these in the uh, when we get to the kits and... We'll, we'll rehash yeah. this argument. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the next question. Which Zetas do you plan to purchase in the near future? Near future is within the next two to three months. Uh, only mark options you have not already purchased. Um, so, of these, again, <laughs> none was 62%. Uh, 
But we got a little bit more as far as, you know, the other ones that people are thinking. And like you said, B1 was by far the biggest uh, percent there. Uh, had 34 votes. Uh, B1 was the top of the ones that were actually voted on. Uh, number two was B2 Super Battle Droids Unique, uh, which I, I think is extremely good. And then the next, uh, the third option was Joe Grievous's Leadership. Anything surprising here to y'all? With only one, and even then, one beho- only one vote behind that was uh, Droideka's yep. Unique. So Jenner's previous mm-hmm. leadership and Drodek is unique sitting there in the same spot. But that doesn't mean that like they're picking that one over the other one because they might already have the leadership. So this might be their next one. But those are the ones that are sitting there. The lowest vote, though, and it's not surprising considering not a single vote for IG-100's rework, is IG-100's special stunning strike with only four people voting for that Zeta. Yeah. So... You asked for surprises. I gave you the not surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm surprised that that many people are planning on zading it. Yeah, I'm surprised that people are even bothering yeah. with the Magna Guard. Well, it's kind of like, it's probably a lot like me with the Ewoks, whereas I had them all gear 12, maxed out, ready to At go. At some point, you might as well. But I always, I always saw, you know, Low Gray and Paplu's Zetas staring at me, and I'm like, you know what? I got... I got five Zetas sitting here. I'm going to throw one on one of these dudes. And then I build up another one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw the other one on the other dude. Why not? Now the team is just completely done. So, yeah. I I have the Zeta on low gray and I stopped myself before doing any more. See, I would probably (laughs) rather have the Paplu one than the low gray one. And I did low gray first. So, yeah. I had to finish it. I don't know. That's fair. But. Quick, quick on these, uh, quick on these next two questions. But the next one was now. Now that you've seen the complete separatist droid faction for now, how well do you think this faction plays compared to your expectations from the movies, shows, and books? So basically, is does this does the faction play to what they are in the movies? Now, this is the same bell curve as the first question, where three has forty eight percent, and two and four are sitting right around twenty one percent. And I think it's kind of funny because as we, I, I, we keep saying we'll talk about this later because I don't want to start big big talks about this right now. But they got a three, but in the movies the droids are kind of dumb and terrible. And the a three, I, I would think that the five might be the proper answer currently. Until <laughs> I have to say, I like the description, the text descriptions on the sides. <laughs> yes, especially especially the one about the droids getting the flu. <laughs> that's a very nice touch good job frost virus frost virus so once again i want to say i appreciate you for putting <laughs> these polls out there for us and volunteering to do that it's pretty great but yeah they, he does a good job with these pretty funny indeed so yeah they're probably right around they're putting it right around the middle compared to the movies right now i say it's probably a five but that's me um Okay, you all said story was the most important to a faction, but I know what you really think. How powerful do you think this faction is now? And they're literally the same thing. Three, right in the middle, 46%, with a two coming in second with 29%, and four coming in third at 20%. So right around in the middle there, leaning towards the under average uh, section on how good this faction is. 
which is I, f- I actually let's go ahead. I put a I put a I put a four for that one. They're definitely they're not. I would I would leave. I would probably put five if it was a consistent rev encounter, but four from everything we've seen so far with testing them in arena and against other teams, they uh, besides CLS and and Treya and Revan, anything else is like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, the other teams just have no chance. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely. Yeah. Uh, I have some thoughts, <laughs> but man, it's hard yeah. to ki- it's hard to compress them until we get to the meat of the conversation. But I'm with you, man. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with you. Um, next question. Lastly, how much fun do you think the faction is now? Now this one kind of swerves the other way. Three is still the highest with thirty five percent, but four right behind it with thirty one percent. So people do think it's an above average fun to play team. Yep. It's just right now it's not meeting their expectations of what they want it to do. Now, granted, that might not be the case going forward, but uh, that's where we're sitting at now. A three to four, above average fun to play team. And this one did have fives on it. There was almost 8% of people said that they were one of the top fun teams to play. So there is hope as far as how fun it is. That's true. As far as the viability goes, um, it's been two days. I will say that, and we know for a fact that a lot of times we will get into something that we think sucks, and within two weeks, suddenly we all figure it out. It's like a light bulb goes off, and it's not—it's all not doom and gloom like we thought. You know, what and I mean? a lot of that's so. related to mods. Um, you know, as they build these kits that yeah. favor less conventional modding strategies, as we'll kind of talk about later with some of these kits. Um, you know, that's going to affect things, especially in the first 48 hours of a team being released. Yeah, I mean, remember Chewbacca when he first came out? How, like, everybody thought he sucked. And it turns out once we had him modded correctly, it worked uh-huh. so much better. Yeah, he's... Because everybody, everybody ran, like, super fast speed on Han, and that was a fantastic way to kill off Chewie in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That is for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's one thing I do like about the state of the game is there's a wide variety of, you know, you don't have to mod everyone the exact same way anymore. It's kind of nice. Um, on to the next question. Uh, three, the three Zeta Gamorrean guard. Huh? Well, with all those Sith and a Zeta, we're not worthy. HK 47, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> does anything at all seem fishy here? Nope. Nope. Move along. Move along, citizen. Move along. Nope. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Damn guard. Finally going to be the man I want him to be. So, Super on this one, there were four possible answers. At 12%, we had Goodnight Punk is going to be so happy that they are uh, reworking his already gear 12 Gamorrean guard. Uh, yes, that would be very <laughs> exciting for Goodnight Punk. Is your Gamorrean guard gear 12? That was a mis- miscalculation. Mine is gear 11, four out of six. <laughs> He's close. He's close. Oh, thank God. You, you, uh, I'm almost you, there. You, you I like barely, you barely dodged on the on off chance, <laughs> on the off chance that he does get three Zetas. I might take him to gear 12 anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nice. Just saying. 
Uh, so the there were two more answers that were tied at 14.2%. Uh, one of the answers was it's a stand-in for something, but not necessarily Darth Revan. Uh, the other response was, we all know Darth Revan is coming eventually, but the operating word here is eventually. We, we could be seeing... Uh, I cannot see the rest of that question. We could be, if you hover over, you can see it. Oh. We could be seeing the release here for August. Ah, yes. Now, possibly. I there, there here's where I, McMall, <laughs> are you a Kotor guy? Do you know like the lore and that type of stuff? No, not really. Okay, so then this is a question we can't answer. Maybe the chat will, but ever we're saying Darth Revan. Everyone's saying Darth Revan, but a lot of people said that they might. They think that maybe Darth Malak might come, and I think there was another one from KOTOR that they also could see coming. Um, HK-47 was Brevin's droid, correct? I believe yes. that's the case. So that is yep. the main reason why everyone thinks it's Darth Revan and not Malik or one of the other characters, because you see in the picture, HK-47 there, not in the leader slot, and with a, a yep. Zeta, which he does not currently have. So the the that's what prevails the theory that it's Darth Revan, not Malik or anyone else, because Darth Revan would cause HK-47 to get the rework with the Zeta, and that would make the whole thing move together that way. So, yeah, I don't see I don't see HK-47 getting a rework for the sake of Darth Malik. Agreed. It, mm-hmm. it it doesn't really make sense. And uh, you know something else. So we just had the Grievous rework. HK is another droid, so there could be synergy there as well. Um, he could be another character that really changes the way General Grievous works. We've seen that before, like last year with Emperor Palpatine. People were kind of pissed about the way he worked, and then boom, Scion comes along, and it really changes the game. Um, could be the same thing with HK. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, something that they're talking about in chat also is another point that, so far, the only characters with three Zetas are Journey characters. So... The fact that there were three Zetas there is very telling that uh, maybe a seven-star only unlock for the uh, Gamo Guard. Um, so on this question, the final answer that was over 59% of the responses is Darth Revan confirmed! Panic farm the old Republic! And... On it! Yep. <laughs> Well, I mean, it. let's be honest. You're gonna you're gonna panic farm those old republic regardless of who yes. it is there. I mean, it's obviously someone from Kotor. I mean, the characters just went free yep. to play; they're just now farmable. You're obviously gonna use them for whoever's hiding behind that big mask. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that meme where the uh, the Scooby Doo meme where they're ripping off the Gamorrean mm, guard oh, mask yeah. and then it's Darth yep. Revan's face underneath? That's pretty funny. It's no, it's oh good man, it's, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, that's great. I so I uh, there's been a developing story. Hit the news line. We have that sounder. No, no? okay. Sorry. Uh, anyways, developing story in the uh, <laughs> the guild in the uh, Twitch chat. I have made a bet for this podcast. If I am last place in trivia today, I will gear twelve Gamorian. Ooh. Oh, good. I don't have to. I don't have to shotgun the beer. I was, uh, I was 
was worried about that. No, no, right. I don't make bets on your behalf. All right. Although, uh, you know, I, mean, I could do that too. If you get last place, no. shotgun the bear. No. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah, we, we can make that happen also. Come on, man. It's midnight. I have to go yeah, to sleep at some fair. point. Yeah, that'll help you. That'll help you go to sleep. <laughs> uh, make you pass out, maybe. All right. Uh, Finn. <laughs> yeah. Finn, no Finn. He got a rework as well. For health of the game with C-3PO, what do you think? We talked about that last week, so I won't go over the worry work again. I'll just go over the answers to the question based on our conversation last week. 35% of people said he will not be leading any high-powered arena teams in the near future anymore, but he is still a good character. I can I can agree with that. Now, I want to, I want to, I want to roll back the conversation from last week. Last week, every argument I made for Zeta Finn or for the new Finn leadership not being as bad as people make it out to be was with the thought that he removed that turn meter from everyone. I did not realize that it's only the target, which totally changes everything. So because, because like I said, if the way I was thinking last week when I didn't really actually understand how it worked was that if you're taking turn meter from the other team and gaining turn meter yourself, it, it all evens out. That's why I kept saying last week it evens out. Well, it's only going to even out against the one guy you're targeting yes. now as opposed to the entire team. Now, does that mean I think it's terrible? I I don't know. I still think he's got good defense or good offense chances now or the the odds of him being a really good raid character under under RJT in phase 1. Or phase two, if you use her there, will still still probably be pretty good. As far as the leader goes, I don't know where we see that go as far as That's... PvP. But I don't think it's terrible. I just, it's not what I was arguing for last week. So everyone yes. that was like, what the hell is Punk talking about? That's what happened last week. I thought it was the entire team, not just the targetable character. And Wink, you can attest yes. to this. I figured that out about five minutes yes, after we, we talked about that right I was after. Like, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> After 20, 30 minutes of talking about this, now I totally yep. changed And that was part of my argument for yeah. why I think Poe's going to be so good on that team. Um, I also mentioned something last week that was inaccurate as far as, you know, still using Rebels to help gain the turn meter, uh, which uh, the way I phrased it wasn't exactly correct. Um, they can still land Exposes, which will help the uh, resistance characters gain turn meter by popping those exposes, but they won't actually do it themselves. So um, yeah, just a clarification because several people messaged me about that as well. Um, yeah. So uh, back to the, uh, the poll question, the, there were six, uh, yeah, six responses. Three were pretty significantly above the rest. Um, you know, uh, three of them were below 10% each, but the top overall response at 34% was he will not be leading any high-powered arena teams in the future, uh, but he's still a good character. Uh, let's see. The second biggest response was um, he, uh, he, is, uh, he is a strictly better character now, not just a walking, talking leadership ability. Which that's kind of where I fall. I completely agree. Uh, right now, it's he's a leader ability, and the rest of him kind of sucks. Uh, so that's like I said, that's where I fell. And then uh, at twenty three and a half percent power neutral, 
but I think they should refund the Zetas since they made it so much worse. Wrong. Yep, I don't think it's worse. I do think they should refund the Zetas, though. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they should absolutely refund the Zeta. Like, I will not argue that. Um, the fact that his leader, the Zeta, was changed, period, that is grounds for 100%. a refund. Um, I mean, their whole excuse was, oh, well, you know, he's better now, so we don't need to refund the Zeta. No, you I need agree. to refund that Zeta. I completely agree. Um, still good, but it it's just, mechanically, it's too different. Uh, you know, people have, you know, modded yeah. and geared characters specifically because of that ability that, you know, may completely change yeah. the way they have to use their roster and everything now. Uh, refund the Zeta. It's not that big of a freaking deal. It Refund the Zeta. Yeah, I mean, we have a precedent for Zeta refunds anyways, with Barris yep. getting hers. And then old Daka, I mean, hers didn't even get changed. It was because of uh, because of Knights of Zombie. Yep, getting reworked that uh, caused people to refund the Daka. I mean, so I mean, at that point, you don't really have an excuse. Yes, to this is entirely changing what the Zeta is. The previous refunds have not really changed what the Zeta mm-hmm. is. It's just more of a clarification issue. Yeah. This is a complete change. So I mean, Barris itself, it was a bug that they fixed. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think they the should have refunded that one. This is a complete and utter change to the Zeta. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, well, we could rehash like a year ago argument from here, but I don't think it was argued. I think we both agreed. It's like, if you Zeta Barris knowing it was a bug, why would you expect a a a, a re, refund, you know? But in this case, you people have had this Zeta forever, and it, the whole Zeta thing changed, so this one makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alright, well, I think it's time that we do whatever talking we want about these droids, so. Woo! Yeah, Woo! droids! Right. Yeah, so I wanted to go, I wanted to start, Wink, are you looking for, I don't think we have a sounder for this, so. I was yeah, about to I ask was, you how to sound like this. You know what? Um, since these are Play since, since these Whatever. are new reworks and some uh, new reworks and a new character, we'll go with this. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, oh I got a very big, big tip here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Yes! 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 Big tips for everyone. I was hoping, I was hoping this was the Zeta. I hope this is the soundbite. I got a very big tip. This That soundbite is exactly why I came on the show. I just wanted to hear that soundbite. All right, well, good deal. I'm, um, glad. I'm glad that we could do that for you. I got to find a reason to play it every week, so yeah. Um, all right, so who, who, do we, who do we want to start with? All right, so I picked IG-100 because it is the least consequential rework to talk about first, and obviously the least cared about. So we'll go. I'll go over it real quick, and then we can move to General Grievous. But I, you know what? I'm going to be honest, all right? So with this whole conversation, I haven't played them. I don't know how the team works. I only know community uh, response. So I don't know. I, I'll... Complete honesty here. I haven't even read IG100's rework. 
This is the first time I will be Ooh. seeing it. Now, I'm, after seeing no one pick it, I'm kind of curious why in the world no okay. one likes it. So, here we go. All right, make sure make sure we get a close up on GMP's faces just as he reads. See this disappointment, so, see so you can see in the real time. Whoa, yeah. what are we doing here? See, see as like his face slowly transforms into that. <laughs> what the f am I reading right now? <laughs> We're gonna get there real quick. All right, basic electrostaff assault. Final text. Excuse me. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy with a seventy percent chance to inflict target lock for two turns. If target was already target locked, Magna Guard dispels all debuffs on itself and another random separatist ally. I mean, that doesn't sound too terrible. Special one, disruption. Deal physical damage to all enemies and dispel all debuffs on all separatist allies. Magna Guard and General Grievous gain speed up for two turns. Uh, he's got a new special called Stunning Strike, which has a Zeta. Deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them, then stun them for one turn. If no buffs were dispelled, reset the cooldown of this ability. I'm sensing a very big theme here with this dude. Unique one, Relentless Assault. Magna Guard has 70% counter chance, which is up from whatever it was, and gains taunt for one turn when it uses an ability during its turn. So it's going to use, it's going to gain taunt all the time. General Grievous and Magna Guard gain 20% tenacity and 20% defense for each target locked enemy. The first time Magna Guard reaches 1% health, it takes one bonus turn and is then defeated. During this bonus turn, Magna Guard has 100%. All right, time to talk about General Grievous. <laughs> I just want to mention something. All it seems like this dude does is taunt and dispel and cleanse. Which it's congratulations, you figured out his kid. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes! Oh man. Alright, so it was so hard. So in case in case you're wondering, the Zeta on Stunning Strike, it's that um that resetting wow. the ability. That's that's a Zeta. And how long is it normally without it? That yeah, Three if, turn if, four. Uh, if you don't have that Zeta, even if there were no buffs dispelled, yeah. it doesn't reset the cooldown. So, but what three. is the cooldown? Two, three, four? Whoop de doo. And how often do they not have a buff? On at least yeah. fighting a Revan team. <laughs> well, one yeah. one thing about well, this though, much um, if you're using it, it doesn't as a say team. that this cannot be evaded. So freaking Jedi always have foresight. So, uh, I mean, you're probably yeah. gonna attack, do nothing, and then get to attack again, and hope they don't have foresight the second time. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, there's not a lot going yeah, on. I mean, so if you were to pull it, if you were okay, we'll talk about this a little later. I wanted to mention that some ideas for other droids to put in a team with Grievous. It seems to me that this might be the dude you're pulling out. <laughs> I wouldn't say pulling out. I would just say he's never a candidate to go in. Um, hmm. uh, his biggest benefit <laughs> no, is no. the dispelling debuffs and giving some speed up to Grievous. But as we'll discuss, it's not like. Grievous needs that much speed anyway, so oh well. All right, hit us with Grievous. McMull, you want to take Grievous and I'll take Droideka, or uh, yeah, I mean I can right. uh, I can take General Grievous. All right, General Grievous, basic, Furious Assault, 
Did physical damage to the target enemy inflict healing immunity for two turns. This attack cannot be evaded or countered. If the target was already debuffed, deal 30% more damage. And Grievous' attacks deal damage based on his max health instead of his physical damage. His first special, Grievous Wounds, four turn cooldown, deal physical damage to all enemies, again, based on Grievous' max health, inflict target lock for two turns, and remove 30% turn meter from the it targets. Second special, Skittering Horror, cooldown three. This is a brand new ability. I think it replaced something. Uh, yeah, it replaced Sinister Laughter, I think, is what, uh, what his old ability used to be. Basically, uh, gains health steal up for two turns, deals physical damage, once again, based on Grievous' max health, to the target enemy, stuns them for one turn. If the target was already debuffed, they lose 10% of their max health, excluding raid bosses, which cannot be resisted, and Grievous gains 10% max health for the rest of the encounter. This attack cannot be evaded. Then you have his leadership, Daunting Presence, Daunting Presence with a Zeta. All enemies have minus 40% crit avoidance and minus 50% defense. Whenever a dark side droid ally is resisted, that droid gains 10% stacking potency for the rest of the encounter. And when a target-locked enemy is damaged, each droid and each separatist ally gains 2% turn meter, doubled for Grievous. That turn meter boost is the Zeta part of his leadership. And when damaged by an attack, dark side enemies lose 5% turn meter, and light side enemies lose 2% potency stacking. And his unique Metalloid Monstrosity, with a Zeta as well, at the start of Grievous' turn, all other droid allies take damage equal to 8% of his max health, doubled for light side droids, and he gains 5% max health and potency for each other droid ally for the rest of the encounter. This damage cannot defeat characters. At the start of Grievous' turns, this is the Zeta, at the start of each of, at, at the start of every character's Grievous, oh my gosh, at the start of every character's turn, if Grievous is below 100% health, he dispels all debuffs on himself and inflicts marked on the other healthiest droid ally till the end of the turn. That was actually not part of the Zeta. This is the Zeta. Whenever a droid or a separatist ally is defeated, Grievous dispels all debuffs on himself, resets all ability cooldowns, and gains one bonus turn. Uh, uh, I think that's it. Yes, that's it. <laughs> uh, good night, punk. Are you, are, are you reading what are you, chat? What are you trying to say? Am I reading yeah, chat? Uh, lost audio. Chat. Let me go. Oh, well, Uh-oh. everyone else will hear it. No, no, I will not reread the kit <laughs> for Grievous. No, absolutely uh, not. I, I tr- Good news, everyone. I muted my... I tried to mute myself, and I muted everyone uh, else. Oh, man. What are you doing? <laughs> well, hope... All right. Uh, punk. You know, just for that, he has to reread Grievous's kit, and now he has to reread Grievous's right. kit as well. Start us off. Good night, punk. Go. Um, All right. Well, if you miss if, what McMullen if you're said, in the live stream, let me read it uh, if you want to, you can just pull it up. Everyone should be able to see it. If you're on the audio podcast, you will have heard it. Um, I'll link it in chat so everyone can okay. bring it up. There oh, you, you don't have it up on the live stream? My apologies. No, no, I don't. I do not have it up on the live stream. Now I can try to bring. Why don't you try to bring it up on the live stream, and we'll talk about it. Um, I assume a lot of people have already read it. You know that are in the live stream. Hopefully so. Um, So there is a lot going. 
going on here. Um, I mean, they basically, they did. They redid everything. Completely changes unique ability. New leader ability. Um, a new special ability. A redone special. Like, there's so much going on here. The biggest takeaways from this kit for me are the fact that he does damage based on his max health. So, offense is basically worthless. Your, your square mod that you put on him basically does nothing. The only thing you should care about are secondary stats on the square mod for General Grievous because the primary stat doesn't do a damn thing. Um, that's, I mean, that's probably the biggest takeaway from the change as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what about you, McMull? What, uh, what, what was your biggest takeaway? Uh, yeah, this guy, um, this guy has a very abnormal mod set, uh, that you have to go for on him. I think that was my favorite part of Grievous is that this is not your typical yes. crit damage, crit chance. We actually had people trying crit chance, crit damage sets on him and they went to, they went to full health and they're like, dude, the difference is night and day. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't, if you don't go for those uh, health sets on him, you are, you're, you're literally yep. just screwing yourself with that. That is true. Um, so, I mean, kind of like, based off what you're saying, I mean, um, I, I've done some videos on this just on the relationship between crit chance, crit damage, and stuff. And the crit chance required is actually quite, you know, low to um, incentivize going very heavily on you know, crit damage and stuff, but, um, there is that middle ground for the most part for many characters, you know, between, you know, about 20% crit chance mm -hmm. up to about 50 to 60% crit chance, kind of depending on the exact stats. So it's very rough, but, uh, inside that spot, you kind of want to go with offense set with a crit damage primary. And of course on Joel Grievous, you don't want to go with an offense set. Instead, you want to go with the health set. And yeah. the health set is even more beneficial because it is giving, you know, a 10% bonus three times. Um, and you still go with the crit damage triangle to maximize the crit damage when you do crit. And he has a decent crit chance. And his leader ability removes crit avoidance, which is very important, especially when attacking like a Jolie mm -hmm. or any Revan yeah. team. Uh, or somebody that mods their general Kenobi like I do, you, you mitigate that, and that is a huge factor yeah. because that's part of the reason why you want to go with offense on Grandmaster Yoda is because you you want to up that uh, you know that lower end threshold of damage per attack, and he helps mitigate that. So it does. His kit has some really good stuff that helps counter what Revan teams do really well. Which does give him some potential against them. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, the first time I landed a critical hit on Jolie with this team. I was like, oh, Jolie can <laughs> take critical damage. Yeah, I it's crazy. About that. I mean, he's, yeah, he has so much crit avoidance. It's crazy. It's like, what, double his yes, tenacity or something? Not only that, uh, Revan gives uh, some crit avoidance with his leader ability as well. So. I think he gives uh would give him ten percent there. Yeah. Does he? 
I thought it was I thought it was offense uh, crit chance. And well, speed. I, I said his leader ability. That's not true. It's his hero ability, which you know, whenever he's lead, that's and, what it is. Okay. You know, kind of works for everybody else as well. But um, yeah, so that's some stuff I really love about this kit. And something else is he has an AOE that does target lock and removes turn meter. And the turn meter removal is really great paired with B2 who has that AOE dispel to get rid of tenacity up and then remove turn meter. Uh, so I really love that aspect. That is a really cool yeah. ability. Uh, I love, I love AOEs that remove turn meter. They're just amazing. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the, uh, the other thing I really like is, um, and I completely just blew, it just blew out my mind. Give me a sec. I was, I was going to make a really it. good point. Um, oh yeah. So <laughs> the more, yeah, right. I'm back. I'm back. I just um, came back to laugh. Yeah. So the more, yeah. Also keep it in mind, the more health that you stack on Grievous with mods and everything, the fat, like his health, his damage is going to exponentially yes. increase too. Because of the mods increases max health, and he gains that five percent max yep. health per droid ally, and you know that. So the higher you have his max health with mods at the start of the battle, that just means he's gonna get, uh, he's gonna hit harder a lot and quicker in the match. That's something else to take into account because of that fact. You want to go with a health primary on the arrow. He gains plenty of speed. It, with yeah. he does need Zetas to gain speed. The he gains speed from the Zeta abilities directly through B2 and his leader, but, and also his unique, actually. That's three Zeta abilities in this team that give turn meter to him. But, uh, because of that, you can go with a health primary, which makes him tankier and adds damage. You know, it's, uh, really beneficial. I love, I mean, whenever, I have sliced more health primary mods than anything else, because I think they're that good now at 6e, and I love putting them on characters that can kind of double dip from that health. So, you know, characters that use protection up mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, get bonuses from having extra health, like Jolie, who recovers health. Jill Grievous falls right into that category mm -hmm. because of his damage being based on his health and having the stacking health. Even if his damage was still based on offense, I would still yeah. probably mod him with health because of that stacking health. So that aspect of this rework is something I completely and totally love. Uh, and it's something you obviously have to think about whenever you're modding him. Did you call it stacking hell? Yeah, I want to... I, I might have. I don't <laughs> That's know. what I heard. Of. Eh, probably. That's stacking hell. My internet sucks, so it could be cutting off my peas. No, no, it's just, it's just what I wanted to hear. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm glad to see I'm glad to see some things haven't changed since the last time I was on like past <laughs> internet. It's so bad, isn't it? I will have. If we had waited a couple months, maybe <laughs> I, I will have good internet here in a couple months. Though I'm quite excited about it. So, yeah. Good times. Yeah, you know, honestly, honestly, I want to see more characters yes. like Gen like who need mods that are 100%. different, like General Grievous. Um, I mean, we'll get to Joy Decay here in a moment, but I mean, like, like using these mods that you don't yeah. really use a lot because I mean, yep. use health for like Jolie and like maybe some tanks here and there, but 
I mean, the fact that we're not going for the typical, oh, just throw speed and crit damage and crit yep. chance and offense on them, yet, like, expanding our required mods for different characters to help, like, maximize their potential, I want to see... Um, you know, it's funny, it's, and it's good... It's not good for us in the, for the overall part of the game where most of these... Most of these events could use a rework where we're not always getting health mods. But as far as General mm -hmm. Grievous goes, just to make him usable for lower, if you are a newer player that might have General Grievous and these droids unlocked and want to build a gear 18 just to have something to use, you should have plenty of health mods to choose from, at least as far as a... a um, uh bonus set goes i don't know about you know primaries and secondaries but you should get a lot a lot to choose from for this character in the game just giving it to you organically and that that's something that's cool about this character as well for not not so much in-game players but newer players where where you're looking at a character and saying what should i mod this character as and you find out that it's health and hey guess what if you have any success as a newer player in the events, you're going to have health mods. That's a good for point. a character like this. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I kind of, I kind of wonder how long they've been planning this kit for Grievous because, I mean, you take him up to gear twelve and you've got two of those those uh, yeah. med packs on him that just give him health, and you're like, well, that's kind of weird. And then you go to gear twelve and it's two of the furnaces yep. that just give health. So you kind of wonder how long that's a how long question. they've been planning this, if this is always their intention. So the question is, what's the number on Grievous Health as far as gear twelve plus goes? Because I think I saw something when you get to gear twelve uh, plus, it's like twenty five K plus, right? Yeah. Are you talking without Yeah, without mods, mods. just the actual health given by the gear with you put on him and those Seven star, full gear twelve, uh, forty five thousand six. Yeah, so if you're rolling him, if you're rolling him any lower than gear twelve, you're really missing out on the full potential of the character as far as the damage from his max health goes. Yep, because I mean, just those gear twelve mm -hmm. pieces is twenty, uh, twenty five thousand five hundred, I think, and I mean that's. 25,500 health. I mean, that's over half of his health that he gains from pieces in gear 12. It's crazy. So, um, so you did. Yeah, it's about, it's about, about 26, 27,000, I think, with those gear 12 plus pieces. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. Yeah, it's nuts. You, you double yeah. his health. Which also more doubles, it's not crazy. doubles the damage, but ups that damage for sure. So, yeah. Well, no, no it's, it's just it really one of those kits where you, no, it does double his damage. And I mean, I'm bad at maths. So I didn't want to say something wrong. Yeah. But no, no, it does. Yes, I mean, there you go. The, the, the only thing is, you know, your percentage health do not work off the stats you gain in that gear level. So that 27,500 health that he gains in gear 12 will not be multiplied by his uh, health primaries. However, once gear 13 opens up, if and when. You know, he's one of those characters that will get a significant boost by going to gear 13 because all that health will then be factored into those health primaries. So he's one of those characters that when gear 13 opens up could see a significant boost based on that fact alone. Um, so yep, uh, sure. I guess we'll go ahead and jump to Droid Eka. I have a quiz question for people in live chat. We'll see if they can get it. There is a 
a stat. It's a primary stat on a specific shaped mod that I would almost recommend to no characters in this game except for Droideka. Um, I will see. I'm curious to see if anyone can guess what mod slot and what mod primary I am talking about. And I'll go ahead and start reading the kit. So, uh, Droideka is a dark side droid separatist attacker. The uh, tagline for him is destructive droid attacker that punishes fast enemies from behind its deflector shield. All right. Basic. Twin blaster cannons. Deal physical damage target enemy. Additionally, if the target has higher speed than Droideka, deal true damage. Ignores defense but can't critically hit with scales based on the difference in their speed. Special 1. Destructive armament. Cooldown 3. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy and true damage. Ignores defense but can't critically hit. An additional time for each stack of charge, then inflict target lock for two turns. This attack cannot be evaded. Special 2, Reconstructive Revolution, cooldown 3, final text. Dispel all debuffs on Droideka and gain damage immunity, which can't be copied, and tenacity up for two turns, then recover 10% protection for each stack of charge. Unique 1, his only unique actually. Deflector Shield Generator. Final text. This is the one with the Zeta. Droideka gains 10% turn meter and a stack of charge for one turn whenever an enemy takes a turn. Additionally, Droideka recovers 10% protection whenever it damages a target locked enemy. Droideka has plus 50% speed and plus 25% evasion unless it has damage immunity. If Droideka has damage immunity... It has minus 50% speed and a 35% chance to assist, dealing 50% less damage whenever another Separatist ally uses an ability limit once per turn. Charge is plus 5% offense per stack. Um, Alright, so uh, I think the only person to guess it is... Uh, Kentuch420, yeah, it's the offense triangle. I would never recommend that on any other character um, because basically everyone in this game can crit. This character has two abilities uh, that basically that cannot possibly crit and his basic ability he uses quite often because of how often he is going to have damage immunity and the fact that he calls in for assist. Um, uh, offense, offense triangle, offense set is definitely what you want to go with on Droideka uh, because of that fact. And um, Joker, I disagree. You do not want an offense triangle on good Grandmaster Yoda. You want crit damage. Yeah, especially, especially on the Revan team. You just got totally off the rails. Me? Where? <laughs> you saw Rev. You saw Grandmaster Yoda modding, and I know you wanted to go into that. Uh, no. 
Yeah, let's talk about Rebels. Yeah, let's more. do it. <laughs> Please, God, no. <laughs> I just. So, the part that I'd mentioned earlier with this kit was the. Um, let's see, where does it. Where does it say something? It's it's the part about speed. That was his unique, yes. right? Yes. I'm trying to figure out which where part: it says the it. plus fifty percent speed or the minus fifty percent speed. No, the part where the difference between his speed and someone else's. So that's the true damage. It scales based on the speed on the difference of the speed between Jordica. Yes. There Jordica. it is. Yeah, it's on the basic. So this is what I was talking about where we're talking with uh you know putting speed on Droideka or trying to get or worrying about someone with god mods you're fighting with this character. This dude gets the true damage that scales depending on where the speed of the person you're fighting or attacking is based on what Droideka's speed is. So you're going to get more out of his basic if there's a bigger speed difference. Now, does that mean you're not going to want to mod this guy for speed? I don't know. All I know is that where you're <clears throat> fighting with a, a mod deficiency is actually going to benefit you, which is the kind of interactions we were talking about earlier where mods... Where modding characters differently doesn't necessarily hurt you, but can benefit you in other ways that we haven't seen in this game in the past. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that was one thing about his kit that I thought was really awesome. Uh, besides just what true damage is, because we've never heard of or known what true damage was, right? Well, I mean, I guess we do, because if you don't crit, you're hitting true damage anyway. But this is 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 damage that scales for him based on your speed. I never really okay so, okay, so let me just go back. True damage is obviously what you get when you don't crit. And what have we ever we've never seen anything that has it ever been called true damage? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. No, this is a new this is a new mechanic. It's a new it's a new term, but I mean it basically acts just like when you don't, it, crit, it ignores right? defense though, because this is um, there's there there oh, are okay, characters yeah, that's, that that's the difference then. So true damage yes. is a new thing. That, okay, that makes sense because I was thinking of damage where you don't crit mm -hmm. as true damage, but if it ignores defense, Correct. then it's totally different. So true damage is a new and term. There are of course mechanic. characters that do right. ignore defense. That's not necessarily mm -hmm. that uncommon. There are a decent number of characters that do that. However, uh, the inability to crit on those type of abilities, that is new to uh, Droideka. I mean, it's interesting the way that you... It, it, so obviously I haven't played the droids, but one of the biggest things that I thought of when I saw his kit was... Uh, damage immunity, being hit by direct focus, right? Where all those hits miss. Is that even something that happens in your guys' experience? Repeat that. Uh, the first direct focus probably would not happen that way because more than likely Revan's going to go first. But mm -hmm. getting direct focus to hit Droideka, is that something that you can do? Is there a way to 
make sure that the other team focuses your droideka? He always focuses my droideka whenever uh, I've tried it because it has basically no freaking health because it's like gear seven or something. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think there's a mechanic in terms of how he prioritizes targets, but at the end of the day, I have not really seen a pattern. Um, I mean, I notice it when my Jordica gets hit because the Jordica is like still super yep. squishy and gets wiped out just from the director of <clears> his assists. But um, so I mean, I automatically notice that. But uh, I mean, he's really kind of spread it around on my team. I've never had one droid who was getting singled out over and over again by Revan. Gotcha. So, uh, now that we kind of know everything about the kit, um, I'll, I'll play this. If I was a Swigga character, how would you mod me? Let's talk about modding yes. the team. <laughs> what? Dude, what is with these sultry voices? Like, <laughs> this is, I feel, I feel Oh, you haven't right heard now. our one for Road Ahead, have you? Uh, that's all. <laughs> no. Meep, meep. We'll we'll play it for you I after the to. show. Oh, it's great. Um, it's all right. Fantastic. So, uh, as far as modding <laughs> this team, I mean there there are a lot of different options, and part of the problem with Revan's, like you're talking about, Droideka, his first ability, he's going to do the damage immunity because it makes him so much better. But the problem is, it's a buff. So. If you mark Droideka, he can't gain that buff, and he becomes much less of a problem almost immediately. Um, so, what do you guys think as far as modding Droideka? Like, do you want to mod him for speed so that he gets, gets out early and can get the damage immunity and give up all the offense that he does whenever he's attacking, whenever he has damage immunity, or do you kind of wait and play for the next turn once marked and the buff immunity gets off of him? What do you think, McMull? Because I know you've played with them, you know, at more decent gear levels than either of us have. Repeat that question one more time, just to make sure I have it right. What do you think as far as modding Droideka in regards to speed? Uh, is making sure that he can go before Revan, is that very important? Or I, I should say trying to make him go before Revan because with the plus 50% speed, I mean, you can add a crap ton of speed to him and he can become fairly quick. I mean, plus 50% speed is pretty significant amount. Um, especially, you know, I mean, if you get mm -hmm. him to say 200 speed, you know, which isn't, what is his base speed? A hundred and something. 120 uh, maybe his i have base no idea speed yeah i think so um now okay so your question uh my my answer his speed his base speed is 103 i keep him slow uh i do not put bonus speed on him because if you if you start making him like really fast you really start to cut down on that amount of true damage he can do and that is the mainstay of his damage is the true damage that he does with his abilities uh, I mean, especially that destructive armament, if you have him slow enough and, like, you put that damage, you have uh, the damage immunity on him, that true damage is just going to wreck whoever yes. you target with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I can I can see the appeal in having Jordica go before Revan, 
and do that pop out damage immunity. But then the question becomes, what if Revan doesn't target him yeah. with direct focus? What if he targets someone That's else? That's a good point. And not to mention, the damage immunity can be dispelled, as I have figured out to my yes. everlasting horror. Yep. The first it's time not, a, this not a locking buff, um, so that is a problem. This is... Yeah, this is not this is not Django's. This is the problem I had for myself personally was I assumed it was like Django's where once he had it, it was locked on him for like those two turns. Mm-hmm. No, this one can yes. get dispelled. So yeah, all you take is one dispel from Basla, that damage immunity is gone. And Droidica is not a very um I mean he's got he's got thirty five thousand health, forty one thousand protection, but you're not modding him for bonus health and protection. You're modding him to yes. be a damage dealer. So um, so yeah. this is so Droideka's part of my argument against why I think B1 is one of the least useful Zetas in this team. Because this so Droideka's Zeta ability is add 25% evasion, and if Droideka has damage immunity, it has pl- uh the 35% chance to assist. Dealing 50% less damage whenever another Separatist ally uses an ability limit once per turn. So, ba- basically, one out of every three times that some that a Separatist goes, he's going to come in and assist. Um, and one thing I noticed that I didn't think about before, it says, whenever they use an ability, it does not say during their turn. It's limited... Which is any once turn. per turn. So, does this mean if you use Count Dooku and Count Dooku is countering, you can have Droideka assisting his counters? Because that sounds really fun. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, there's another character we can uh, we can check on this to make sure. Because that sounds just badass, in my opinion. I mean, sign me up. Um, you know, because, yep. He's so, a separatist. Um, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at first order stormtrooper right now because his Zeta says that whenever he uses an ability, it's fifty percent chance to call a random ally to assist. And if I go compare that to Droidica, see I, this one. This is this is interesting. I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't have the Zeta on Droidica. I'm probably not going to get the Zeta because I've already got four Zetas on that team. I don't want to throw any more on there because I got to save it for Dark Kevin. <laughs> um, Fair. Uh, sorry, bear with me for a second. Um, okay, so whenever Separatist Ally uses an ability limit once per turn, I'm going to assume that when someone, like if Grievous moves and B1 assists, both those have a chance to call the assist, but only one of them can call an assist. So, like, if Grievous calls that assist, B1's assist cannot call an assist from the Joydica. That's what I... That's what I'm okay. thinking. Uh, that that makes sense. Um, yeah, well, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, based on general wording, I would think he would be able to, you know, do that. Assist a counter, you know... Um, that's my assumption and if so i kind of think that might make that could make dooku kind of interesting um uh, you know obviously not in all applications i mean 
you know, depending on where you're at, you know, elite Revan teams, you're going to have hell. But, you know, newer players, people that aren't necessarily facing Revan teams that are maxed with Gear 12 Plus pieces and stuff like that, I, I certainly think that there is a lot of room to kind of play around or maybe even Grand Arena to kind of, you know, mess around with some strategies like that, like using Count Dooku with Droideka if you have that Zeta ability, because I think that that could be pretty interesting. Um, like you said, he counters twice, so I think that should be two opportunities for him to call in, given it... No, because the bonus attack is part of the ability. So he's going to counter... That bonus attack is not a separate ability. It's the same ability. So like Leia, she'll she can attack up to three times. She's not she's not using her she's not using that's that basic ability three separate times. She's using the basic ability once with a chance to hit for three uh, times. Ah yes, that makes that's that's a good point. So yep. yeah, so, so so Dooku Dooku hitting okay. twice is only yeah, that, him using the ability once. That's a good point. Well, yeah. It says chance yeah. to attack. Yeah, I guess that would be part of the base ability. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Fun fact: I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the gear on Droidica right now. Six hundred fifty gold pieces to get uh, to max out. Droidica. Ouch! Holy smokes! Five five raid gear pieces and sixteen hundred. Uh, but only only five stun guns. <laughs> That's the important part. Only, God. only five stun guns. And yeah, now me, uh, we know why he's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, uh, six Carbontes, five stun guns. Yeah, I, yeah. I, nope. I want to look at it. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. Yeah, that's I look that's at it. It's it's crazy. Um, but uh, like I said, I do. I think Droideka is awesome. I kind of think he is probably key to this team. And I think that Zeta Billy is going to be really important just because, I mean, damage immunity is great, but then having him always coming in and attacking. Um, and so another option is you can actually set up a turn order team if you want to use like a BB-8. Uh, that's kind of what I've experienced. It's, it's gone terribly against, you know, top tier Revan teams. Surprise. But... I do think there's some potential there maybe with BB-8 also because of the turn meter gain that everyone gains from the beginning as far as setting something up to where you give Droideka crit immunity, you dispel with uh, B2, and you remove turn meter with General Grievous. That's something you could actually kind of set up uh, before a Revan team even turns, you know, takes a single turn. Um, now, what happens after that? Eh, you know, I mean... Yeah, because those light side, those light side droids suffer under that General Grievous team. <laughs> that unique, that unique for Grievous just yes, they do take droids. significantly more damage. I mean, they take double the amount of damage that other droids take. Um, so, how long the last? You know, it's questionable. But if you have the Zeta on General Grievous, his unique ability, he does gain the bonus turn whenever mm-hmm. someone goes down. So. If BB-8 does get taken out quickly, General Grievous gains turn meter, he gains more stacking health, and, you know, works towards stacking his health, that, you know, earlier, which could be beneficial, you know, if mm-hmm. if you're having issue getting the team set up in the beginning, you know, BB-8 sacrificial lamb, and you kind of get to a good starting point if you have the other stuff around it. Um, you know, just 
spit as far as spitballing ideas that could be fun. Um, did you ever did you ever try C three PO in your I, testing? I have not tried C three PO. Have you? Okay. No, no, it's uh, it's a droid I want to try at some point. Because I mean, uh, basically, you just get uh, you get three sacks of translation on uh, B one, and then every time B one assists, which is pretty much all the time, he's going to start uh, reducing the cooldown on C three PO, and C three PO can just call limitless mass assists because the cooldowns keep getting reduced. Well, okay, so now we're going into some of the questions I had for you guys. Um, for you two that have played this this group um, since the rework, first things I want to ask is what your thoughts are overall on the team. Now, does that mean my question kind of in kind of covers? Do you think it it's what you were expecting, and do you think it is? going to get close to those those expectations or where you think that it fits in the game overall what do you guys think i i don't think it's as good as it's going to be people haven't figured out how to mod it yet the whole damn team is completely different than anything else that we've seen in the game as far as modding so we haven't got it right yet um that's yeah my okay but but here's my question to that to the what you're saying okay they said something about they put out a post saying you need to mod General Grievous for health. Well, duh. Okay, we all figured that out the minute we read his basic that said his offense stacks on. Yeah, I don't. I, I still don't We're think people stack got it. that max. I, I I don't think people really understood what that means. Honestly, yeah, maybe fifty percent. I think there's enough smart people in this game that have figured that what probably a lot of before probably a lot of people it. that watch a lot of videos so, and listen to podcasts probably, but the mass I think the mass amount of people that read that are like okay, so I should use you know health sets or whatever. No, whenever health's that important, six dot health primaries, health set bonuses, health arrow, all that stuff really, really, really starts to make a difference, just like it does with Joe Lee and. I think I, I do. I, I've seen a lot of conversation where people still have an issue grasping that. I mean, I still see people to this day with like 200 speed revens. I, <laughs> I don't even know what those people are doing. Or 5,000 special I mean, damage Grandmaster Yodas with 240 I'm, speed. I'm more pissed <laughs> that I can watch a, a team with a 200 speed reven defeat my team, my reven team. Which yeah goes to show how stupidly overpowered. That's Revan fair. Is. But yeah, I mean, when you see like us, when you see someone with like two hundred speed Revan, you're like, how? Like, what are you yeah. even doing? Yeah. Do you do you even mod, bro? <laughs> like, come on. Do you even mod, bro? That's got to be a shirt. <laughs> hey, dude. Um, good That's night, a beautiful punk. One. That's a good one. We got all kinds of oh shirt my ideas. God. I got you, bro. How? I got oh. you. Genius. <laughs> Hashtag do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh my god, mind blown. But uh. I okay. I will say this about the team, and I've not played it, but this is just as far as I've seen the community sentiment and everything else. I don't think that we all are fully grasping exactly how to use it yet. But that said, oh no, I don't totally are. 
but I mean, I also on top of that, I don't think that even if we did at this point, we have the proof on our own testing to say that it's going to meet the expectations that we all put that on. that's true. So I think, so I think that here's the thing, right? I think this team was built and expected to be a PVP team. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, I think they are a good PVP team. But if you're thinking about it in that light, I'm not talking about squad arena specifically. I'm talking about PVP in general, territory wars, grand arenas in that case. Because in Grand Arena or Territory Wars, you don't have to set them on defense after you win an offensive battle. And I think that there are going to be plenty of teams, once we figure this team out a little more, that can that this team you can put in there to be one of your counters that works out really well. It might not work out really well against others. It might be RNG against some. It might be of the perfect counter to certain teams. But I think where as far as PvP team... It, it's probably going to end up hitting the mark as far as overall PvP goes. Squad Arena, I don't see it hitting anything except maybe an offense team. I don't see this team doing defense, like, at all. Everything I've seen so far is I beat this team in under a minute. So I think it's as a team-wise, I think it's good. PvP-wise, I think it'll be a good... Um, It'll be a good one for Grand Arena Territory Wars. I don't know if it's a squad arena team at all. And as far as overall playability and fun, I think it's a good... As far as what I've seen, obviously I've not played it. It looks fun. I mean, if you can tell me it's not fun to play, you can tell me that. But that's my feeling as a guy looking from Cinnamon. All right. Uh, So you don't think Grievous is going to be a good defensive team? Not from what I've heard. Okay. Would you like to make a bet on that? Yeah. What's the bet? I already made a bet tonight. I don't know. I guess I'm feeling... Uh, I've had... I, I'm, I'm a little buzzed. I'm ready to make all the bets <laughs> that our people put in front of me. There we so. go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. If if I win, you have to Zeta Pal. If you don't have a Zeta Pal already. I don't. And mine's gear 10, so I wouldn't feel terrible about that. Hmm. Maybe I have to rethink these terms. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, you he's Gary. So he's terrible. Let me let me think about this and let me okay. get back to you. All right. All right. All right. So, what are you thinking specifically? Like, as far as you think he's going to be good on defense, like with the characters that are in game now, or do you think it's going to take something else to come along? Yes. Me. Uh I think. I think what we have is now enough. in the game is more okay. than enough. Um, now, when uh, uh, let's be honest here, Treya, Revan, CLS, those are gimme wins against any like defensive Grievous team. I mean, we've already seen that they struggle. Grievous struggles against those teams on offense. Common sense is there; he's gonna get wiped out on defense with those teams. Um, Beyond that, uh, I mean, I don't know because how many you have to you have to find ways to shut down this team with these other teams. But I don't think with what we have, like what I've seen in my playtesting, 
is once I get at least three target locks on the enemy team, I pretty much have the match in the bag. Because at that point, with the Zeta under the Grievous lead, Grievous is moving stupidly fast because of that Zeta leadership. And like if I just I just spam the AoE from B1, if there's five target locks on the enemy team and I use the special from B1, that is 20% turn meter on Grievous right there. And anytime mm-hmm. that uh, B2 uses AoE against target locked enemies, that's 4% more per target locked enemy that's hit. Um, and then not to mention you can use Grievous's AOE as well. Not to mention B two is yeah. giving turn meter based on the debuffs he lands when he goes. So he can. I mean, mm-hmm. there could exactly. be a crap so, ton of turn meter that's given to uh, Grievous. Yeah, that is the. I think that's the deadly secret yep. that people haven't really quite realized is that once you get those debuffs, once you get that target lock on the enemy team, and the Grievous team just starts going, especially with that Zeta with the Zeta on on Grievous lead and the Zeta on B two. That team moves at absurd speed. Okay, so... I mean, there's times where I'm outspeeding Revan teams. What are your thoughts on Imperial Probe Droid and his Zeta ability? Uh, For those that are unaware, Uh, while Imperial Probe Droid is active, target-locked enemies can't gain buffs. So that means tenacity up, foresight... Yeah, the one problem is when you find those Revan teams, there's what? two three different cleanses on that team uh that's that's the problem is that uh you can very easily cleanse target lock it's a it's a trick of keeping the target lock going on the enemy as they cleanse things off and i mean you're gonna have yoda buff your team up between like the times you can get target lock on them it's a it's a give and take situation and this is why i don't think that general Grievous is ever going to be a hard counter to revan because you can't, you can't, you uh, do not, there's never a point where you're just absolutely dominating the Revan team. The Revan team can very easily come back and play, like, the abilities at the right time and then just completely screw over your General Grievous team. It's, I, it, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you understand what I'm going for here, but I, it's just, yeah, you can't, you can't, I don't know. I'll lose my train of thought. I'll be honest. I'm kind of, I'm with what you're saying. I I think the team is a lot yeah. better than the community is thinking it is right now. I don't think it's a, I don't think yeah. it's a Revan no, Crusher. It's totally better. Um, it's no, it's not a Revan Crusher. It can and win on offense. I, mean, I was I, always saying, yeah. Um, go ahead. Keep so, going. uh. Something else that could be interesting is IG-88 with his Zeta, the target-locked enemies not being able to recover health or protection. That could be useful. The problem mm-hmm. is he dies pretty easily, um, and he's kind of needed. Isn't that on his leader? Uh, no, that is his uh, unique ability. Okay. Hang on. Pulling up IG-88. Uh, the benefit yeah. of having a Galaxy here as a play on your phone, I think it is his <laughs> leader. Yeah, it yep. is his unique. Uh, but see, the thing is, though, all you take is one saber throw from Revan, cleanses the target lock, and then just heals up all the Jedi. So we're going through. That's true. We're going through these these droids. What about T um, three? Uh so T three I like because of the defense penetration. The big problem is T three is a is a light side. Well, I d- defense oh, oh, very true. defense penetration I don't think particularly matters with General Grievous because. 
you know, you have Jordeca that ignores defense, General Grievous who does the minus 50% defense and has yeah. the defense, you know, avoiding abilities. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about T3. Well, I mean, it's it's not supposed – yeah, there's more to it beyond the defense penetration. I'm looking at him right now. Um, he can he can heal up droid allies for 50% health and uh, protection, give them crit immunity and offense up for two turns. He can also dispel defensive debuffs from the opposing team. Um, and then he can throw out a whole slew of, uh, of debuffs and target-locked enemies can't resist that. But yeah. the problem at the end of the day still goes back to he's a light side droid and Grievous is just going to wreck him. That's the problem with with light side <laughs> droids is that light side droids have a very, very rough time staying alive on a Grievous team. That- I, I was thinking that he might not have a hard time if his his first special healed himself and the target, but it only heals the target. So not gaining 50% health and protection on himself as well as the target, he'll probably die real quick. But if it was both of them, then I could see that being a a viable option because he can heal pretty quickly there. But since it's not on him, it's really kind of moot point. Um, What do you... Yeah, I mean, the... the, the Sorry, go All ahead. Right. I was going to ask, what do you think is the most important Zeta ability for a General Grievous-led team? I know what I think, but I am very curious to see what you think. I'm a, I'm going to say the B1 Zeta. I 100%. Oh, wait, the B1 Zeta. Oh, I think the B... <laughs> I think the B2 Zeta is probably the most important. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. There's not... Like this, when I did my modding and Zeta guide video for the General Grievous team, I said there's three Zetas you have to have with this team: the leadership for Grievous, the B1 Zeta, and the B2 Zeta. I mean, you gotta have them. Um, you the the leader the leadership Zeta, the stupid amount of turn meter boost that you get with that leadership Zeta. I mean, it it really puts your team over the top, especially when you get those target locks going. Yes, that's a good point. Um, and something else to think about if you're trying to build this team uh depending you know what zetas you may want to do may also depend on what characters you have because of primarily general grievous's unique zeta and his unique zeta is whenever a droid or separatist ally is defeated grievous dispels all debuffs from himself resets all ability cooldowns and gains a bonus turn so as soon as a droid or separatist ally dies with that Zeta, he gains turn meter, he gains stacking health, you know, he becomes that much more dangerous whenever they die. And so you could actually mm-hmm. have in kind of a sacrificial character, whether it's B1 or BB8 or maybe some other character that you have that's decent, that you could actually kind of sacrifice and it may not hurt your team too much if you have that Zeta build, Zeta ability. Maybe not optimal, yeah, but I mean, it's I an have option. that Zeta. Yeah, I have that. I have that Zeta on Grievous, and yeah, it's it's a great way to help and try to push things back in your favor. I mean, the problem is the first door that usually goes when you're uh, on your Grievous team is usually B1. yes. Um, and once you lose B one, you lose a lot of healing that your team gets. And that's one of the things that helps keep him competitive with Revan is just the sheer amount of healing that the B1 droid does uh, is really, it really helps keep, helps sustain your team against Revan. 
And that's why I like that's why I say you have to have that Zeta because all it takes is just like one mark on B1 and B1's gone. And I found it in my testing, other people who are like brushing through Revan teams are finding if B1 gets marked, it is a 50-50% chance out the gate that you're gonna win or lose that match. Uh if it's someone else who gets marked, your chances get much higher that you're gonna win. Yeah. But if B1 gets marked and you lose B1 very early in the match, you you're probably best just go ahead and retreating. I think one thing to mention that might not be what everyone wants to hear about with these characters. Mm-hmm. They're all separatists, right? Yes. Now let's we've all been waiting for this general grievous we were please make him better. Make him the leader for droids we've always wanted, blah, 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 blah. If it's not him as a leader, if if droids are to be in the meta later with a different leader, that's fine. But something to think about, and it's it's almost absurd for me to mention this two days after a rework, but all of them are separatists. If someone like Dooku or HK. someone else were to get reworked as far as a separatist leader were to go all these characters would be viable as options for those teams as well and they're all yes. got reworked and are good so even if general grievous isn't the savior that everyone wants there is still hope that with a separatist rework which did not happen That's this was true. just separatist droids that these guys couldn't make that team function very well considering that all your other separatist options are bad. And if they rework the other separatists, along with having these ones who have already been reworked and put into the game, you're going to have a lot more options. So obviously it's not what people want to hear because you want to use this team right now with a general grievous lead, but there is hope at least in the future as far as separatists go, because if they rework the separatists that did not get reworked this time, now you suddenly have way more options for a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's Does that make sense? That's a good point. That's yes. just a future looking idea, but and I would they've been talking about separatists for so long and and separatists have had nothing. Like as far as separatist tag goes, there's nothing to bind them together at all. Not even in general grievous as far as separatist droids go. It's there's nothing specifically mentioned separatists. So Yeah. If there's a separatist thing to come in the future, these guys are all set up for that. And even General Grievous, because you don't have to have his leader for that stacking health to make him into a ridiculous damage dealer. So he could even be on a team as not the leader. So just an idea, not looking right now in the rework we just got, but moving forward. And that might be a year from now. That might be six months from now. Who knows? But... It is something to think about. So what you're I, saying is when we get the new gun ray rework. Ooh, yeah, that new gun ray work is really going to make this all come together and everyone's just going to figure it out <laughs> why this happened right now. So I have uh, one point about something in chat and then I have a question for McMull. Uh So Tesh actually mentions mm-hmm. about L3 because of her health recovery yeah. at, during taunt and that sort of stuff that makes her maybe be able to keep mm-hmm. up, which is really interesting. However, there is uh, another part of L3's kit that I think is far, far more interesting for the General Grievous team, and that is her unique ability with the Zeta. Or the droids. Her Zeta ability. Yeah. The first time each 
other droid ally is reduced to 1% health, they equalize health with L3. And so that basically means she can prevent every other droid on the team from dying one time. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I... No. Or... Oh, no, it is. It is for each other droid ally. Okay. Yes. So, first time Joe Grievous tries to die, she saves him. First time B2 tries to die, she saves them. And that could be something that kind of helps keep the team going a little bit longer and allowing Grievous to stack up even a little bit more health. Um, Plus, he has the, you know, the, uh, oh, uh, health steal from one of his abilities that could be uh, helpful. Uh, But my question for McMull is in regards to Jawa Engineer. Do you think there's any potential there? (laughs) Jawa Engineer. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, I have not tried that. I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) What do you... Here's the question. What are you going to do with Jawa Engineer? Well, I mean, you have the speed up at the start. Hang on. Before before I say anything else, let so, me... I, I will I, no, I will make I my case for why Jawa Engineer could be okay. So, Jawa Engineer gains, what is it, 10 speed for each droid or Jawa ally. So, in this team, theoretically, would gain additional 50 speed. Already a fast character, not difficult to make him ridiculously fast. So, it... He's a character that would have potential at going ahead of a Revan. Probably not, but it could happen. Um, and if you are able to do that and give everyone a 100% turn meter to where the whole team is going first, there's potential there. Plus, revives. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is you would have to keep mm-hmm. Joe Engineer from getting wiped out. Mine's like gear 7 or 8, so, you know not really able to test all that well, but if you have like a, you know, gear 11, gear 12, Joe engineer, I think there could actually be a little bit of potential there. Maybe. Yeah, no, there's, there's potential there. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Uh, what I would like to try is Java engineer with Grievous B2 B1 under an HK 47 lead. Um, that would be interesting. You mentioned that briefly earlier. That's one I want to try at some point. Is the HK forty-seven lead? Uh, get rid of the General Grievous lead, and yep. probably you mean I, I te- did not need. <laughs> I tested it the other night. Yeah, um, I would. My dro- my droids are just not great, so it's kind of hard to tell t- by too much. But I think I think mm-hmm. I was using HK and BB eight with Grievous. Uh, Grievous B2, and I don't remember what the other droid was. Um, like I said, my droid Eka and B2, they're they're gear 7 or 8, so I'm literally just messing around to see what happens. But I made it much further through a Revan team with that comp than I did anything with a General Grievous lead. Again, this is no Zetas whatsoever. I don't have any Zetas on them, but... You know, I, I felt like that actually kind of worked okay. It oh, was fun. God. The no Z- the no Zetas, the no Zetas. Why? I know. I don't know if you've what? heard, but what do you mean? Is low on Zetas. Dark no, okay. Revan. Okay. That's the reason. Han. Oh my god. After okay. Zeta Han had... Solo's unique yeah. and uh, 
Rose, Rose. Tico. Wink is low on Zetas right now. Right. That's true. Hold, wait. Rewind. Rose? Wink lost a bet, so he had to Zeta Rose Tico oh, and ha- Stormtrooper Hans Unique. Uh, Stormtrooper so Hans you can make an argument for, but Rose? You guys are monsters. Why would you make oh. do that? Wait, wait, wait till We're that new you, Finn lead comes out. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Delete your words then. Awesome under that new Finn lead. Right. Yeah. I'm being optimistic <laughs> um, here. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're being you're being <laughs> real optimistic there. Yeah, probably. Um Okay, so back to the no Zeta thing. I was talking to someone the other day and he was like my Grievous team is trash. I can't beat Revan, yada, yada. I'm like, all right, well, what Zetas do you have? I have no Zetas on the team. It's like, why? Why yeah. even bother if you don't have Zetas on the team? Don't, like, that, I that agree. pisses me off more than anything. Yeah. Is we have people who are like, oh, this team's trash because I can't beat Revan, but I have no Zetas on the team. You cannot fight a Jedi Revan team that has all the Zetas on it with no Zetas on your Grievous team and expect you to win. Like, you're not going to win. And I, it, it annoys me yep. so much. I, I'm with you. Even though I was doing it, I wasn't expecting great results. I was <laughs> literally just testing to just see what happened. If you are actually expecting that a Jero Grievous can beat a Revan team when you have no Zetas and the bloody Revan team has like seven of them, you're out of your mind. Oh, man. Like there's no I, hope. I, I want to cuss, but I I don't, but I can't cuss because there's <laughs> children watching. But it's just like it's like you you're ah, uh, it's, it's so dumb. Yeah, you can't you can't go in with unrealistic expectations. I mean, we already went in with unrealistic unrealistic expectations, thinking that's this was going to be the new meta. But the fact that you think you can beat a Revan team with no Zetas on the team, you're insane. Yes. That, All right. Well, let me just bring us it. to. Let me just bring us to the conclusion of this section, all right? So, let me read. <laughs> let me talk about, real quick, Carrie, the live producer of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, took to Reddit today with a crap ton of responses to a thread that was posted by Not a Goon, uh, who is a member of a alliance that had mentioned something about, oh, we were lied to, you know, they were very unhappy with this General Grievous rework, and they posted it. And Carrie said she tried to find a Reddit post to try responding to, but this was the only one that she could, she could really figure that this would be the best place to put her thoughts. But I had a lot of little notes written here, but I'm going to just, too long, didn't read it for you guys. As far as Carrie goes, she she understands the critiques that everyone's putting on it. She knows people are upset. She doesn't know how to fix the the thoughts people have in their head. But what she wants to say is that, and I think all three of us have at some point mentioned this today. She says, a lot of teams come out and people think they're terrible within the first couple days. And then you yep. get really start working into them within the first couple to two to three weeks, and you figure out where their niche is and what they were meant to do and what they can do. And ba- mm-hmm. she just wants to, us to give the time to try to figure that out. And if it's not meeting our expectations, they said that they will try to look into that and tweak the team. Whether I believe that or not, I'm, I'm not going to say. 
but they are looking into that if it does not meet expectations of what people want in the next two to three weeks. They're looking into that. But on top of that, she wanted to mention that the expectations might have been too high for this compared to where they're good and what they do. So my last question for you two, what are your final thoughts on this team and where it fits into everything in the game? Um, I think that the Grievous Droids are one of the better teams in the game right now. Um, like I said, like I said earlier, um, you're not always going to beat Revan and you're going to struggle a bit against Treya and CLS, but anything else, I mean, you're just going to tear them apart. I mean, that's, that's like, if you can, if you can't defeat the meta teams, but and you can at least remain competitive with them and anything below those meta teams you can easily beat you're one of the better teams in the game um yeah i see else. chicken bottom one says every sorry go ahead i was gonna say the joint grievous team has zero zero legendary characters mm -hmm. none I mean, every other meta team has a legendary character or a raid character on it, if not multiple ones. I mean... Or a journey character. Or, or a journey character. Like, as far as how easy the team is to get and acquire, it's awfully damn good for how yeah. you can acquire the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... We we pretty much get this team. I won't say at a bargain because I mean two of them are like brand new characters, but I mean of these of this team, three of these were were characters that we've had since forever. Um, yes, years. As as Jim G seventy two says, no way a three re reworks and two marquees was ever going to be the meta dominant. Ah. Uh, I mean, we got, um, I mean, look at the CLS team. Well, no, the CLS team has a journey. But, I mean, it's Bastila yeah, like, Sean is maybe the only, well, yeah. but even so, Grandmaster Yoda, never mind. Yeah. Grandmaster Yoda's a legendary, man. Yeah, Grandmaster Yoda's legendary. That's true. And, the, and, the, and even before that, most teams had Thrawn on it. Yeah, which I was mean, a that's legendary. the thing. It's like, we have to have the legendary and the journey characters feel like they're worthy of being legendary and journey characters. So, I mean, 100%. to this day, CLS the, 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 and JTR are still some of the better teams out there. The only counter-argument I have to all of that mm -hmm. is that for the longest time, before Fleet Arena, and even with Fleet Arena, General Grievous has always been one of the hardest characters to get outside of those three things we talked about. Journey, yeah. Legendary, Raid. General Grievous was hard to get. Now, yeah, he's we're at a the very point, hard farm. Now, does he are at the point where he doesn't match up to those? Maybe he's not supposed to. But a lot of, I think, a lot of the expectation was that for him to be bad for so long, when he was so hard to get from the start and not even usable, people wanted more from that. Yeah. So but to I've say got a video, yeah, go ahead, keep going. Sorry, I was just gonna say. I think that he's been moved up at this point to a spot that is agreeable to how hard he is. Now, is that 
as far up as everyone wanted him to be. Maybe not. And I guess we'll see with how things go in the next couple of weeks. But I think that he's definitely in a way better spot and more, way more usable than we ever had before. Yeah. No question. And I mean, I've got a video coming tomorrow called the grievous offense, which, you know, funnily enough, that's the name of your all's <laughs> live stream tonight. Um, pretty much just talking about how, how we got into this mess with grievous and, you know, performing below expectations. And I think there's a lot of different stuff that contributed to it. You know, the initial hype. I mean, Let's be honest, Grievous was hyped to all hell. Like, you know, yes. everyone was like, Grievous is coming. He's going to be fantastic. This is great. But also, the Revan meta. We were, we were so desperate. Oh, God, I'm so tired of it. We are, we are so desperate for something to replace yep. Revan in the meta. We easily 100%. fell into believing that Grievous was going to be the new meta. And because he wasn't, we've got these mass revolts. We've got people who are pissed off. Because we were so ready to believe that Grievous is going to be the new meta, and we were easily fooled into thinking that he would be that one. No. What if, what if Grievous is the the catalyst for, say, a Dark Side legendary droid or Separatist character? And if so, who would it be? Okay. Like, would there be something oh. like that that could bring more out of Grievous? Because at this point, I don't think the tags. No, who? who at this point, who, no one's suggesting point, that people though? go all in on droids. Like you, you do these teams. They do. It's a business model. So at this point, people don't feel like they need to go all in on these droids. How do they make people want to go all in, all in on these droids? Who would it take? So this this is the problem, and this is what I when I talked about preparing for the general grievous rework. I was like, guys, Joe Reeves is coming for his rework. That's happening. There is something coming behind him. We've seen this before. We had it with Chewbacca. Chewbacca came out, looked like a decent counter Treya, and you know, CLS teams could beat Treya with Chewie in there. Two weeks later, we got Jedi Knight Revan. And I said, guys, we're going to have the exact same pattern here. We're going to get General Grievous. Two weeks later, we're going to get someone else. And before even the General Grievous rework comes out the door, we get the leak with the Gamorrean God, and obviously that's some kind of sick. Yep. And that's gonna be our new meta. And that's the thing, is that's what I was warning. It's like if you if you cannot get both Darth Revan or whoever that is and General Grievous, work on Darth Revan. Because that's gonna be your meta. Grievous is gonna be something that could, you know, help like start pushing towards the end of the Revan meta. But whatever comes after Grievous, that's gonna be your meta. So focus on that character first. Focus on Grievous second. And I mean, that's that's pretty much what we've got coming now. Um, so I mean, right now, I would not say don't focus on the droids. If you, once Kevin comes out, or we're assuming it's Dark Kevin. <laughs> I hope we call uh, him Kevin forever, just saying. Uh, I have been, ever since <laughs> Revan, ever since Jedi Revan came out, I call him Kevin. And it throws people off. They're like, who the hell is Kevin? Like they're trying to figure out, like going through the game, like who's Kevin, and they're like, "Oh, it's Revan." Um, but yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Focus on Kevin first. Once you're in a comfortable position to have the Dark Kevin team performing well, go come back to Grievous because the Grievous team is still going to be fine. 
It's still going to perform very well. It's going to be a fantastic. And they even said, I think Carrie even said in there that it was intended for Grievous to be a very solid performing Grand Arena Territory War team. So you're gonna get you're gonna get your investment out of Grievous one way or another. Yep, good way I think, of putting it. I think that's a good way to end it. The going forward, we'll see how things end up in the next few weeks, and we'll cover that as far as what we see is going on and what people have come up with, and and basically the heat index of general Grievous teams. But for now. We know that people aren't happy at the moment. I feel as though things feelings will change over the next few weeks, but I think that's where we're at. So, yeah, cool. I'm really well, I'm really curious to find out if I need to gear twelve Gamorian guard or not. So why don't we get into the trivia section here? My gosh, how long we've been going for two and a half hours, man? This is just what happens, man. Uh. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting <laughs> trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be oh. with you. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? You forget about the drops, don't you? <laughs> Every time it gets him, it hits him right in the feels. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It should have said the sexy bearded duo and McMull. So we be McMillan. That's fair. Oh That's yes, fair. McMillan. <laughs> Every you know, anytime I mention you, every time I mention you, my wife's like, "How's McMillan doing?" Oh, yeah, she remembers nice. me. McMillan's doing good. Oh, of course, man. She turned <laughs> the the McMillan phrase. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. All right. Well, trivia time. Apparently, there are about seven to eight questions. These are all droid and target lock related questions. Um, I saw in our poll for this week, there was a comment about somebody wanting the, you know, community style trivia back. If you have any suggestions, we are taking suggestions. Um, as of now. Stay tuned to the poll next week because we're going to have a question in the poll next week about your favorite type of <laughs> trivia to go from there so we can yes. figure that out. Um, we really want to, we know Excellent. you guys love trivia, but there are different types and there's different ways we do it. So we want to know which one is the most adored, I guess. So this week we are talking about spoiler alert droids. Who's surprised? Anyone surprised here? All right. I, I didn't shocked. think so. Yes. Absolutely. I did not see so, this coming. So from a Gear 12 Gam Guard perspective, I am scared of this now because I have not done anything with droids. So that's what fun. I like to hear. I'm sure you do. All right. But, um, I don't have a piece of paper or a pen or nothing. All right. Give me one second. So, Wink, how's it going? Apparently, people like this idea of punishments regarding Zetas or Gear 12 characters. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's an easy punishment. It is I mean, an easy, easy punishment, easy. that's true. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's very painful. It's very satisfying to watch someone it's a, it's someone like, like Rose. 
Rose. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, check out it's the excruciating check out the to end do of though. Our, Check the, out the end of our live stream last week where we did it live on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, where he puts that the same on good. Rose. Yes. It yeah. was pretty well, it was fun for me. How many how many beers did he shotgun to uh <laughs> just just not like, enough numb the pain. Stop not well, zero, zero on screen. <laughs> All right. Afterwards we we're not gonna Question talk about one. what happened, but <laughs> yeah. He went to bed, he said. So I don't know what that means, but. Alright, question one. Tequila. Alright, it's a riddle. We're going back to the riddles. Mikmal, I don't know if you know this, but over the last two episodes for our trivia, they were riddles. So apparently okay. we've brought back another riddle. Here it is. Okay. Were it not for me, your droids might take him down. Too many counters make your smile a frown. Sabine and Vader, allow my safe use. Use me against CLS, and you'll want a truce. One more time. We're not for me. Your drides might take him down. Too many counters make your smile a frown. Sabine and Vader, allow my safe use. Use me against CLS, and you'll want a truce. Uh, do I get to participate? Oh, yeah, you do. Just write down yes. your answer. In the write middle. your answer uh, down. Uh, uh, I need paper. Uh, <laughs> now you know uh, why I went and got some. Uh, crap, hang on. I'll be right back. All right. All right. Oh, hmm. I just have to beat you or McMullen. And, uh... I don't even know if that's going I, I to think be a it was finished there. I think it was finished third is what it, what the official agreement was. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent for sure. Right. So okay, so if so I beat you or him, then I'm good. I don't, I don't have any paper here. Screw it. Write it on my hand. Look, man, I'm writing on a well, envelope. Hey, Hold on, you can just wait. say your answer I, I first. When we come to the answer part, you can say your answer first since okay. we're writing them down. Um Okay. Man. Is it possible? Is it possible to get that one more time? All right, one more time. Here it is. Were it not for me, your droids might take him down. Too many counters make your smile a frown. Sabine and Vader, allow my safe use. Use me against CLS, and you'll want a truce. No, that's not going to work. Shoot. I'm writing my answer, because if I don't, then I'll feel terrible if it's right. Oh, man. I can't even. I have no idea. (laughs) Good old Maurice. McMull can borrow my quill. <laughs> what happens? You try to do riddles at one thirty in the morning. Also, Maurice, uh, there are some Bernstein bears back there, actually. So, I'll uh, maybe hmm. maybe after the podcast we'll have some story time. <laughs> All right, where did our jazz go? Where did the uh, cantina music go? 
It's still playing. Oh, there. It just it's, maybe my well, it just came back. Awful. It just came back. Okay, yeah, it was the internet, and it's gone again. Yeah. No. All right. Does everybody have an answer? Not much I can do. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Wait. Yeah, do you have an answer? I got an answer. All right. My answer is Wampa. I put. What do you got? Treya. You got Treya. McMull, you want to get make a guess just randomly out of that's not those two. My my initial thought was Rex. Uh, All right. I'm not sure why. I know this is supposed I, I, to be I, droid I heard, related, I heard, but yeah, <laughs> true. Aoes was the answer. Really. <laughs> Let's go back. Let me read it again. Aoes uh, is the answer. Were it not for me, your dry droids might take him down. Too many counters make your CLS a frown. Oh, sorry. Why did I say CLS? Too many counters make your smile a frown. Sabine and Vader allow my safe use. Use me against CLS and you'll want a truce. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's pretty good. See, that makes sense. I was... Yeah. I was You're... I was totally thinking a character. I didn't think, uh, yeah, yeah. I was too. I didn't think game. I, I need to remember these riddles can be anything. A debuff, anything. Uh, something. They were yeah. debuffs, anything. buffs, everything. All right. Well, yep. anyways. Next question. Grievous lead grants turn meter for what? For whom? Grievous. Uh, sorry, say it one more time. Grievous lead grants turn meter for what? For whom? Okay, well, that one I know. It's two points, so you get a point for for whom and for what. Like what, what causes the turn meter provide? Yeah, you get a point for what causes the turn meter okay. provision and for who it goes to. Okay. Um. All right, I got my wrong answer. Yeah, my answer is probably wrong too, but McMull, what's your answer? Without without looking at the screen, because I don't know if you guys are holding it up or not, Grievous presides 2% turn meter to all Separatist droid allies, double for himself whenever a target-locked enemy takes damage. All right, what do you got, uh, I Wink? put Separatist... I put Separatists as the who and damaging target-locked enemies as the it. So Tesh is in the chat, so we're going to need his uh, his his ruling hand here. But I said droids, which is, it's right, right? It's a half-truth. And I also put hitting okay. debuffed enemies, which is also a half-truth. So I should get one point, right? Oof. We'll let we'll let Tesh uh, determine that one. We'll, we'll let Tesh You both decide. have two, ah. and I have zero. Tesh. Well, be nice. I think I should get one and a half because I said well, separatist. Didn't I didn't say separatist droids. Oh yeah, you got a half truth in there too. So that would be one and a half for you. Yeah. No, it's well, I don't know. Mine's not. Mine's one hundred percent true. It's just not. <laughs> 
that well, so is mine precise. It's more vague than it. It's so more vague than it should be, but it's a hundred percent true. All right. Well, Tesh, you tell us what we got on that one. We'll move on to the next one. All right. Uh, yeah, the answers were attacking target locked enemies and for separatist android allies. Wait, separatist android allies. That means half point. I did half get point. It right. Tesh says half point for each of you. All right. For uh, for droids and separatists. In terms of debuffs and target lock, I'm not sure. All right, so I got a half. Wink got a one and a half, and uh, McMole got two. I even last. All Hello, right. good morning, guard. All right, next question. B B1 assists A, all Separatist allies, B, all droid allies, or C, all allies that are Separatist droids. Repeat it one more time. I was not paying attention. B1 assists A, all Separatist allies, B, all droid allies, C, all allies that are Separatist droids. All right, I got my answer. I got my answer. trying to remember all right i think i'm good all right i said all al all droid allies all separatist allies i said i said separatist droid allies see all right so we all picked a different answer all right here we go <laughs> the answer is a separatist allies that goes to mcmull Gosh, dang it, McMole. <laughs> this is right, and so that's how McMole never McMole got it. McMole is back now on. three. <laughs> guests <laughs> historically guests have done uh, really well on uh, this. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, Unless your name right, is T Money so or McMole Good Old Money. Has... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question. Uh McMole has three points. I have one and a half. Good night, punk has a half. All right, question three. B1 heals based on leader's health for which move? They're basic, they're special, or both? Uh, repeat it one more time. B1 heals based on their leader's health for which move? They're basic, they're special, or both? I feel like I'm gonna answer the one I think I know is right, and it's gonna to be totally wrong. Okay, I got my answer. All right, I got my answer. How about you, McMole? I got my answer. Mc All right, what do you guys got? All right, basic. What do you say? Basic. Basic. Same. I said special. Punk. Oh, oh god. Oh, uh oh. Nope. Well, there's that. <laughs> well, that's a. That's and the official an answer? Basic. Beyond basic. Hello, Gear 12 Gamora Guard. The special, special is healed based off of the <laughs> stacks of uh, Italian. Boo. All right. Question four. Which droid Stop. can passively boost Grievous crit chance and crit damage? Wait, say that one more time? Which droid can passively boost Grievous crit chance and crit damage? 
Oh. Oh. I think I know this one, actually. I have an answer. I don't know if it's right. Totally guess. I don't know. I, the phrasing I'm a little questionable on, but said crit chance and crit damage? Yes. Yes. I'm sticking right. with my answer because I think it should be correct, but my answer is or McMole, you got an answer? I don't have an answer for this one. I answered B2 oh. Super Battle Droid. What about you, Wink? What you got? <coughs> HK. I'm dying over here. Um, I answered HK47. You said HK47 for those of you who can't hear through the bad internet. How about you, McMull? You got a answer at the no. end here that's not B2 or HK? No. <coughs> All right, the answer is. Here we go. T3M4. Actually. Ah! Really? There you go. Huh. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We're holding on. So. Does. While we're holding on, let me say this. And as some passive? Ah, uh, see. Okay, I, I I can see it. Yeah, droid allies gain eight percent potency and eight percent crit chance stacking each time T three uses an ability. Also, droid allies have eight percent crit damage for each debuff on the enemy team. Yeah, I I didn't even think about uh, that. Yeah, and. HK only does crit chance. He doesn't do crit damage. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I was thinking he did. Test says well. crit chance for each turn mm -hmm. T3 takes and crit damage for debuffed enemy. Yeah. I was so Very I was so caught up yeah. on separatist droids. I was like, I, I didn't even <laughs> think outside of separatist droids. Nope. Not thinking outside the box. Wow. All right, no one got a point on that one. Yeah, you, you really have to think outside the box on these. Which means I get an extra oh. point. So Man. I'm at 1.5 now. Wow. Nice. All right. Oh, here we go. We got a lightning round, boys and uh -oh. girls. Uh-oh. We'll, we'll start. Woo! We're going to go with the, with the way it is on the screen. So it'll go McMole, me, then Wink. Lightning round goes like this. Name all droids that have increased functionality when enemies have target lock. Use a moderator in chat or just go five rounds each answers on the next slide i'm going to i don't think we have a moderator that will oh. be fast enough so i'm going to go around and do we'll each answer and then we'll each answer again we'll do it five times i'll write down all the answers and we'll see who's got the most answers so the question is name all droids that have increased okay. functionality when enemies have target lock mcmull you're first b1 okay. b1 i'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with IG100. I am going to go with uh, General Grievous. 
All right. You're up, McMall. McMall. Imperial Probe Droid. IPD. I'm going to go with... Um, what's his name? <laughs> you got to be a more specific than that. No idea. Droy Decker. <laughs> there you go. Gotcha. That's his name. I heard it. I, I knew what I was I, talking about. I will go with IG88. All right, you're up. We're doing three rounds, apparently, according to Tesh. Right. So this is T your last answer. T3M4. T3M4. All right. I'll go with BM. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, can we get some... I'm sorry. Can we get some clarification? When they say increase functionality, what does that mean? Like, they have something that applies because of the target lock? Yes, they do something to the opponent when they hit them or they add buffs to their team because that person has target lock or basically anything that involves target lock. Okay. Yes. All right, so... Um, I'm gonna go with what is that dude? B2. You're up, Wink. Mm. That's what I was going to say. I didn't think you were going to say that. Um, <laughs> so, since you decided to go with that, I think I will go with the droid by the name of. It's a really great name, too. L3. L3. Does she have target lock? L3 does not have anything with target lock. I have no idea. I cannot think of anyone else that had something with well, target lock, so had to come up also, with a name. So, if... Are we counting droids that apply target lock? Probably. Or targets... Or targets that... Because that, that's, that. That, that's something that I needed to have some clarification Applying as well. Here's my thing. If there's five rounds each, I think there's plenty of them that fit into this category. We only did three rounds, so I think we're probably all hitting the mark here. I don't know about L3, but yeah. I think there were plenty of options. So, um, I don't know about IG100 because I don't remember anything from his kit, but I picked him so that I could pick less scarce ones or less on the mind ones like T3, IG88, and IPD. We'll see. Uh... Here's the thing, um, Tesh, Tesh, double check with me on this. There's only eight droids that either apply target lock or cause some kind of buff with target lock. It looks like that's, I just flipped to the answer sheet and that looks correct. So yeah, there are eight. All right. So, all right. B1, which okay. McMole got. B2, which I got. Droideka, which I got. Mm-hmm. Grievous, which Wink got. Magna Guard, which I got. IG-88, which Wink got. IPD, which McMull got. And T3-M4, which McMull got. So. That is one point each. Two for Wink, which brings him to 4.5. I got three, which brings me to 3.5. And uh, McMull got three, which brings him to seven. So the final standings, which means I have to gear 12 Gamorian <laughs> guard, uh, is 
McMall with seven points, Wink with four and a half, me with three and a half. So I will enjoy my Gear 12. Good yeah! What you guys say. And uh, that's where we go from here. I think I think I get to put a punishment on Wink too, since uh, since I beat him. Oh God, I don't know. He, he might not be able to. No, because I did not agree to that. <laughs> I'm, well, yeah, I have altered the I, 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 I would not have bet you. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will pass. I, I'll make. All right, McMull, I will make you a deal. I will gear twelve General Grievous. How about that? No. Nope, that's not what I want you to do. Well, sorry, that's the best I'll give you. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Uh, all right. How's your clones looking all right. right now? Because uh, oh, yeah, well, that ain't gonna uh, happen. I think, I uh, let's. Uh, I think I'm not the some, one who uh, bet that I would beat you on this. Cody. So, nope. Oh wait, wait, wait! Sorry, not gonna There's happen. a sixth question. Oh, I don't know why I stopped. <laughs> Nothing has happened here. No, no. Nothing is final. Nothing is final here. Oh, there's more. Okay. Premature, premature. All right. Question six. (laughs) Name the droids that specifically have these benefits when an enemy has target lock. Lightning round style. Go one at a time, alternating turns. You may choose any from the list that hasn't been taken. No moderator necessary. Starting with Wink, because he had the lowest points on the last question, going to McMold, then going to me. Hold on, hold on. What's the what's the question one more time? I didn't... All right, I'll read the question and the benefits. Name the droids that specifically have these benefits when an enemy has target lock. Lightning round style. Go one at a time, alternating turns. You may choose any from this list that hasn't been taken. No moderator necessary. Minus 25% evasion. Irresistible debuffs, plus 50% health when attacking a target target locked enemy, protection recovery, and plus 50% evasion against target locked enemies. So it looks like there's one, two, three, four, five, six total answers. There's three of us. We're all going until we figure out these answers. That's the way it goes. Alright, uh, what was the... You said one that was plus 50% something? Plus 50% health when attacking target-locked enemies and plus 50% evasion against target-locked enemies. Alright, so you're up first. Mm. And then we'll go to McMall. Alright, hold, hold on. I'm trying to... This is hard to picture in my head, so I'm trying to bring up the freaking thing on the live stream and guess what my internet's sucking this is surprising um let's see I will go with um oh this is so frustrating so there's six answers we're only gonna go around twice and we'll see who gets the most right All right. Um, let's see. I will say. Read them off one more time, real quick. Minus twenty-five percent evasion. Two people. Irresistible debuffs. Plus fifty percent health when attacking a target-locked enemy. Protection recovery and plus fifty percent evasion against target-locked enemies. 
Okay, so I will go with the um, the minus 25% invasion and say Droideka. You got Droideka. You're up, McMall. Um, T3M4 has the unresistible debuff. Okay. Do we need to list the debuff or just a character? Because if that's the case, I got no answers. Oh, I thought it was just picking characters. I thought it was just picking characters. T3M4 is ability block. I'm going I was, with. I thought you had to list the I'm just the picking a character and not listing the debuff. I don't think you have to list the debuff. I think it's just if they fit into the mold. Okay. I'm going with. Uh, one. All right, Wink. You're up. Test says it's just the character. You don't list what they do. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Wink. Jim McMall. General Grievous. Right, General Grievous. Mall. B two. Did we already say B two? Nope. I said B one. Okay. B two. And I'm going to say Droideka. No, you already said that. Uh, I will say yes. I'm gonna say IG88. Uh, uh, Tesh wants to know which one did you go for with B1. Which one did you go for? You said I didn't have to say which one. You just said I had to say the character. Oh, oh, they're, they're, they okay, are. That, that's what I thought. I thought you had to assign to a specific. specific. Okay. I'm going right. to go with a specific bullet three. Three for B1. Which is? 50% health when attacking target locked enemy. Wink, you said which one for Droideka? Uh, the evasion something okay uh b2 which one did you say mcmull i think that's a debuff g and p are you sure you want to put the plus 50 percent health on b1 attacking a target locked enemy i i'm not sure about anything yes <laughs> so I, I'm, trying th I'm trying to throw nice. you a lifeline here man <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. I'm gonna go with uh, protection recovery. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so does that mean it's my turn? I'm going to go with uh, with uh, um, evasion. <laughs> what did you have for General Grievous there, Wayne? Um, hell, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> So long ago. Reread re the options. I don't remember. Minus 25% evasion, irresistible debuffs, plus 50% health when attacking target locked enemies, protection recovery, and plus 50% evasion against target locked enemies. I, I, I don't think General Grievous is any of those. So well, I don't know. Why did you pick? Know. Oh man. Yeah, Tesh, this one is confusing as all kidding. I don't pick one. 
it's, it, well, it's, with... it's also hard because I can't get the freaking thing up to even see it. I'm so frustrated right now. Wink is saying okay, 50% um, evasion. All right. Here we go. The answers are. Okay, sure. All right. So for T3 and 4, McMullen Did we go said, through all of them? We did. Irresistible debuff, which he got right. I said B1 was protection recovery, which it was not. Troideka, you said it was 50% evasion, which it was actually protection recovery. So you got that one wrong. B2. Uh, I got that one wrong. McMull said it was irresistible debuff. It was actually minus 25% evasion. I said AG88 was number five, which is 50% evasion against target locked enemies, which I got right. General Grievous, you said. That one's health. He's not um, even on the list, so there's that. I got a point. McMull got a point. That brings yeah. me to four like and a I half said. to your four and a half to McMull's eight. I did not lose. I'm not in last place. All right, so I think what's going to happen is Wink's going to have to gear 12. Is, it, is uh, there another Commander question? Cody, and GMP is going to have to gear 12 Gamorrean Guard. I will be right back. Nope. Not going to happen. <laughs> is there another question? No, I think that's it. God, this is a disaster. Oh, Tesh, Tesh, man, that one was confusing. Oh, yeah. I mean, they both have to do it with the tie. I always have to both. So, with the tie. no, no, yeah. I didn't agree to it. But Goodnight Punk <laughs> did finish in last. No one finished worse than him. Therefore, he is last. This is not arguable. Well, technically, you you both started. You were both in last place. Because you're both tied for four and a half. Exactly. Points. But right, I so didn't you, But so I lost. didn't make a bet to take anyone to gear twelve, so I'm free and clear. But yeah, <laughs> we both lost, but good night, Puck has to take Gamorian Garden Gear 12. <laughs> I don't. So Yeah. I think I think I think I think GMP is uh is preparing himself for the Gear 12 Gamorian Guard. I, th I think he is. He's bound to be. He ran off to prepare himself. Um, but yeah, that's that's so difficult not being able to see it. I, I, I well, I knew the plus fifty percent health was IG eighty eight, but I, I thought we had another round. I don't know. It's been so long since we did trivia this way because we went to Kahoot. Now we can't be on Kahoot. We need to refigure out how this stuff works because we have no idea what's going on. This is a disaster. Um, yeah, so uh, we, we'll we have to figure it out. Oh. What were you about to say, McMull? Uh, nothing. I just realized... McMull, why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff? Hi, guys. My name is McMull, too. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you you guys... have t-shirts. I do have t-shirts. Well, sort of. I'm still working on it. I don't think I can actually technically sell these shirts, because how? But, you know. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, I mean, you guys may or may not have heard of me. Uh, Mole 2 I've got a YouTube channel. Stop by, check it out sometime. Covering Galaxy Heroes. If you guys want to find me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Mole 2 And, um, yeah. I uh, like hanging out with these uh, with these two guys of Shadow Order every you... now and then. Yell at, yell at Wink about his clones. And... Yeah. And 
and Indeed. then uh, and then uh, yeah yeah so um, <laughs> I will put I will put links to your Patreon, Discord, and YouTube all in the show notes. So if anyone has not heard of you, I will be disappointed. But they can also find you now. So yeah, um, I actually I actually have a Discord. Once I got those me. up this week. Yeah, I have a Discord. Discord dot me, dot me slash what? Oh, fancy too. It should be. Let me double check. Slash McMole two. Wow, I did not see that coming. Nice. Or maybe it's maybe it's only. Me. All right. Well, uh, good night, punk. You don't even know your own freaking Discord. Unbelievable. Um, uh, good night, <laughs> punk. Do you have any more comments before we end this disaster of an end to our stream? It was so good for so long. Watch uh, our Twitter space because you will be seeing a golden Gamorian guard very soon. Even though I tied Wink four and a half to four and a half. Yeah. I have no problem. Gear you still got Gamorian last. Guard. I love that guy. So. Yep. There you go. All right. So for everyone watching, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. It was a lot of fun. You guys have been really awesome in chat with a lot of really cool uh, ideas and messages and thoughts on what we've said. So appreciate you guys. McMole, you're our buddy. We appreciate you coming on the show. And hopefully we can get you back on again quicker than the last (laughs) time. But uh, yeah. So thanks for coming on, buddy. I don't want to beat you guys so badly at trivia again. So it may have to be a while. (laughs) Maybe we let you have it. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying. All right. Well, anyways. Anyway, That's Mink? fair. Yeah. We like doing that with our guests. Yeah, you know, it, it helps them feel better, you know? All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us, yeah, and we will talk true. to you all next week. Bye. Later. Okay. Ooh, and stop recording audio. Ooh, good point.